on this episode of the Harley Faux Show. So, let me just, let me just come over here right now. Let me, just everybody sit, everybody sit down and just listen to old Uncle Courtney now. Because Uncle Courtney has been battered and bruised at this point. He's, he's finally got a win, he's on a high, right? He's now playing one of the, one of his favourite opponents, Chris. He, there's nothing to play for, we're both shit. Hello and welcome to the Harlefer Show, a place where like-minded individuals gather to discuss the good, the bad, and the weirder side of Malifaux. Please bear in mind that we're all grown-ups here, so there may be some language not suitable for the more delicate of listeners, and all opinions expressed are those of the individuals involved. Now grab yourself a lovely tipple and a light snack, sit back, relax, and let the Harlefer Show commence. Hello and welcome all back to the Harlefoe Show, a podcast focusing on the more fanboy aspects of Malifaux. As always, I'm joined by Finch. Yeah, you And we've got two guests from the Rage Quitchwire Rage Podcast. Podcast. What podcast were you on, guys? <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Race Nation. Oh, Chris treats him at tournaments. I should stress that wasn't a lisp joke. I literally just can't speak now. I'm sleep deprived at this stage with the child. <laughs> We're here with top Thunders player in the world, Finn. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has a trophy to prove it. Uh, I've got what, a trophy. Was, what, what was it like Nationals position, Finch? What was it? Uh tenth. Frickin' try hard. Right. So. <laughs> We're here with the wonderful Finch. Finch is going to be like saturating the, the, the comms soon. He's got a battle report that'll probably be up by the time this podcast comes out. So um, who are you here to talk to us about, Finch? So um, we're here to talk about uh, Jacob Lynch and the honeypot keyword, mostly. Your lord yeah. and saviour, druggy casino owner. Mate, it's not, it, no one's going to be able to look at Paracetamol the same after this. I'm going to be honest with so um if you've not heard the podcast before and have just decided to pass comment on our beliefs anyway what we usually do is we talk about a master that we really enjoy we talk through their main mechanics of their keyword who you should hire and basically strats and pulls and all that kind of fun stuff that we usually go and what we enjoy playing with and what we enjoy playing against them so is there an elevator pitch finch for jacob lynch apart from drugs (laughs) not for drugs obviously um if you generally like playing with your opponent's head and uh, essentially punching them for more drugs than is necessary to keep someone stable, then yeah, go for it. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> what a sell. Solid. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, Chris and Courtney, what is, what is Jacob Lynch to you two? Uh, to me, it, it's the hand manipulation of him. I think he's got some of the best hand manipulation, if not the best in, in the entire game, really. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's... Um... Lynch is probably one of my favourite thematic masters just because um, one of the things that sort of attracted me to him for was um, the, the, the fakes deck and having somebody that's a gambler that messes around with that deck is, you know, it, that is one of the things that I really like about Lynch. So, uh, and I just like the idea of this poor man, he's a bit of a card shark, you know, and uh, he's has to make a deal with a, with a pink devil and now he's just got this, this <laughs> hodgepodge of weird characters surrounded him and he just can't get away well that's so. a good point like talking about like you know an attraction to Malifaux Lynch is a very popular first master and obviously he's changed quite a lot from second edition you might have people who are listening to this who kind of remember him when he was never born he's not anymore yeah. is he he's 10 thunders yeah purely 10 thunders now, through yeah. and through he's, he's 10 thunders Pandora <laughs> 
Yeah. He pretty much is. To the extent yeah. understand, all right. Instead of misery, it's drugs. It's drug misery. <laughs> um, so, Finch, what are the main mechanics the whole crew has, or most of the crew has, that you can talk us through? So, it's mostly brilliance tokens, which is essentially their version of um, the drugs. You get more brilliance on the model, it'll do benefits for your crew. So, like, a model can hit you harder, or Lynch can just, say, go away, or Tannen can exist and do X. But in regards that, you've got that as well as the hand manipulation, as well as what uh, Chris and Courtney said prior, where you look at your hand, you can change it around based on X number of cards off the top of your deck, and you can place them back as little preparations and things like that. So this is the rig of the deck ability, yeah, that's knocking around. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So we'll start with the main man. I mean, do you, do you favour the title versus the OG, or are we, we going to 50-50 this? Um, I really like the second version. Uh, Can't so think why. I can't think why, um, but the first version's what got me into the game, so... Okay, we'll start with pre-ruined Lynch. <laughs> pre-ruined Lynch. Pre-sullied okay. Lynch. Healthy Lynch. Healthy, Healthy Lynch. Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, standard guy, so he's uh, defense 5, willpower 5, movement 4, size 2, 11 wounds, master living. We'll start with the basics, and so he's got none for me, so he's got Tom's favorite ability, which is cannot gain brilliance tokens or the stun condition. Just... <laughs> fantastic non-token fantastic. tokens and immune to stun like just <laughs> get in the get the anti-tom. <laughs> if you ever get uh, mirror matches it's hilarious yeah. um, <laughs> uh, you've got rig the deck too so at the start of this mod's activation it may draw two cards and then place two cards for its control hand on top of its deck in any order before discarding down maximum hand size so that's the generic flavour for the crew obviously he only has it at two Trump cards, after an model flips an ace or a one for people who don't know, uh, it gains a brilliance. That is a global ability, so it just happens. <laughs> so if you do a cheeky swipe at someone and they're on, like, double negs and they flip three ones, that's free brilliance. <laughs> Did not <laughs> I just think that was cumulative. That's <laughs> oh, just dear. So much drugs. Um, you also, at the bottom, so start after deployment, if this model is the crew's leader, it may choose two models in play to gain a brilliance. That can be friendly or enemy, but let's be honest, that's going to be enemy. And he has Don't Bite the Hand, which is when an enemy model with one or more brilliance uh, targets him with an attack action, they just suffer a negative to the duel. So this is one of the first times we're seeing the brilliance used against the enemy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And finally, uh, he has an anti-cheat aura, because, you know, you don't cheat at a casino, do you? Um, So... Has hold them after an enemy model cheats fate within six, it suffers one damage after resolving the action or ability. So it's just and that's a nice going to become cumulative with some of the other abilities, isn't it? For- 100%. Yeah, <laughs> so I have a question to ask you like with Rig the Deck, because when you're on the other side of the board to Lynch, you feel like Rig the Deck is like Finch constantly just drawing 13s and making sure that he flips them. Yeah, like how <laughs> often are you just like drawing both those cards and thinking ah sadness and having to add them to your hand or is Um, it usually like you find the one thing that you need and you work it out like you would with the like the levy when he looks at his evocations thing in regards it basically how are you supposedly supposed to play um honey pot is essentially if you get cards that allow you to hit your tns just hit the tns yeah and just build your hand up to become filth yeah so if i draw like two 13s but i have a five and a six in my hand it's like oh i'll, I'll deliberately put those on and even if they fail oh no they failed yeah and you know you, when the big swings need to hit they'll hit then yeah exactly that yeah nice so what's his um what's his like showpiece ability uh his main thing is essentially detonating people who've got brilliance on them so yeah, it is. 
It's a six-inch range, stat six, resisted by willpower. It's enemy-only, thankfully, because the idea of doing it to your own guys is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a show of dominance, I've got to be yeah, honest. Literally, it's like, oh, <laughs> Oi, huggy, die. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back as a smackhead. Yeah. Um, so target suffers damage equal to the number of brilliance tokens it has on it, thankfully to a maximum of five. Um, if it kills the target, you summon a honeypot minion with a darkened upgrade attached with equal or lower cost the number of brilliance on the target and then if that target was not killed you discard two brilliance off it instead so so it's bleeding disease but better uh, yeah <laughs> fairer 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 would be a better phrase for it yeah. yeah but essentially yeah you just go up to people go cool i'll succumb to darkness here they'll flip a one by accident they'll gain an additional brilliance based off it and then the hit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's generally the principle that's the routine yeah I like it. So you are just stacking up and he is the deleter. Yeah, you'd hope so. It's six inch range anyway, but it, yeah. that's the only downside to it. You have to be in their face. Yeah. But yeah, it still does its job. It, it, it's very much in line with the whole immolate, like we said, bleeding disease and stuff. It's just the fact you get the summon on top is, is Gucci. Yeah. So he does have a uh, a pretty nice other six inch ability, which is his tactical action. Yup. So uh, this round's on me, which is well it's the it's where you throw away your first fours essentially so if you rig the deck you get like threes or fours that's where you throw them in um so enemy models within range must pass a target number 14 willpower jewel or gain a brilliance and that is a stat six uh six inch pulse with a target number of a 10 so that is literally the easiest thing to get off a tn 14 willpower jewel is pretty tasty <laughs> yeah literally yeah, that. that's not bad uh, the inbuilt trigger, because it's got a RAM built in, is friendly models within range gain a brilliance and heal one. So there's your first little bit of healing and a little bit of friendlier brilliance generation. And uh, on a mask trigger, which is everyone's favourite, unresisted stunned if you've got three or more brilliance on you. You just lose your triggers. <laughs> just, just like, yeah. yeah it doesn't Finch, matter can you he hire Candy? Is there a way no, that we can yeah, do this? Can we make a deal? That faction. <laughs> I can't Could think imagine? why. I can't think why they took it out. Yeah. That seems pretty good. TN14 willpower duel just to chuck out brilliance is, is take. Like you said, if he's going to be in people's faces, turn two, three, and four. Like mm. that's pretty pretty good. I mean, he has normal attack actions. We're, we're jumping straight to the the death ones, but he does also possess a gun for when things need to get really messy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a derringer, so it's not the best gun. But yeah, <laughs> so um, range eight, stat six with an inbuilt mask, uh, resisted by defense. Target suffers two, three, four damage, so that's fine. The inbuilt trigger is gain brilliance based on the amount of masks in the duel. We're going to see that trigger quite a bit, aren't we? The light inside. Yeah, that- yeah, light inside's a, a staple. You've got on a crow, which is a delay, everyone's favourite, target gains slow. Or on a tomes, a looming dark, which is place a friendly huggy, or oh, sorry, hungering darkness within one inch of the target. So just teleport hungering darkness, hate it just around the board. The old dreamer whack a mole play with yeah, Chompy. <laughs> but on a gun rather than a cricket bat. <laughs> <laughs> So he's also got the ability that he can um, just walk up to someone and literally be like, you're having drugs, whether you like it or not. I mean, everything is stat six on these abilities, which is really good. Yeah. Um, Lynch doesn't believe in stat seven abilities, apparently, so or stat <laughs> fives. Um, so he's got a final attack action, which is a friendly handshake. That just as confirmed, there's nothing friendly about this handshake. <laughs> uh, stat six resisted by willpower, one inch melee. Uh, target just gains two brilliance and then this model may reveal the top card of both it and the target's fate deck 
if the model's card is higher, this target suffers two damage. So it's just like basically you can rig the deck to deliberately put high cards on the top and go, you're gaining two brilliance and taking two damage. Like, yeah. It's it's guaranteed. With the uh with a mask trigger pulled here and there, which is push this model or the target up to three inches. So a little bit of moving around isn't bad either. So what's his position on the battlefield then, Finch? Like early turn at the back and then he gets stuck in, or is he like leading the line? Uh, he should be behind the center line. So he, generally, you wouldn't want Lynch on the front because he'll just get Alpha Strike. Despite him going, oh, you've got drugs, it's countered by focus. Yeah. But yeah, you generally want him like manipulating the back line a bit. When the scrum inevitably hits, that's when you want him involved. Yeah. Is he on the periphery of the scrum or is he wading straight into the middle? Uh, I normally play him straight into the middle because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can't fall that technique back to my own heart there basically always go murder um, yeah. but yeah normally he should be on the second line just popping people repeatedly nice. with succumbs yeah so Chris you dabble in Mr Lynch do you I do do you share similar positioning hopes and dreams I do yeah he does like to sit um, just behind and tends to throw Huggy out in front for reasons we'll come to when we speak about Huggy's card but yeah, Lynch, Lynch just pulls Huggy wherever he needs to and just dishes out drugs for everyone just to, to make everything worse for them. And there's a lot more ways of getting the drugs out and a lot more models in his crew that use them to their advantage as well. Courtney, do you have the same innate primal fear of Lynch that I do? <laughs> well, I like Lynch, but I do remember one particular fun game that me and Chris did where I was playing Cooper and Cooper and Lynch basically had like the, the, the shittest fight in the forest. Neither <laughs> 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 side could do anything to each other. And yeah. it was just, and the only good model I had was like one of Cooper's totems that was just tanking like uh, anything that was thrown at him. So, yeah. generally speaking, I really like Lynch. Obviously, Succumb to Darkness. It's one of those slam dunk moves like Hamlin has, but again, it's at least this one's got a maximum damage. Um, I really like, I say, I like Jacob. Um, I love the rig the deck. I love being able to sort of manipulate what's, what's coming through the, uh, your fake deck and stuff like that. And I, he has that, that sort of more control elements um, where he can just be an absolute pain to your opponent. Finch, do you have any like one-liners that you say when you do the succumb to darkness? Do you just like point at the model and be like train spotting? <laughs> um, no, I normally just say die. Uh, <laughs> it normally gets the job out. Um, but um, I, I have some highlights when like succumb to darkness summons things that it shouldn't. So, like for example, I succumb to darkness a um, a Malasaurus Rex at one point. And it became a beckoner. That was that was the funniest. <laughs> so I thought, oh, I'm just, just going to turn this dinosaur into a prostitute. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> just, the mental image. <laughs> Why is it always the Malasaurus that gets abused? Like it's, it's never bloody somewhere. <laughs> it's really small. <laughs> So um, it's worth saying we've, we've we've thrown the name Huggy around quite a bit. Um, we've got the the I want to say totem, but it's basically the master. Um, yeah. We've got Lynch's totem, hungering darkness. Then so this totem goes very much in the line of the Lord Chompy Bits sovereign school of thought of like this is a big tasty totem knocking around. Mm. Um, is he the biggest and t- tastiest finch? 
Uh, I'd like to think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm biased, unfortunately, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, can he, the others heal their entire HP in one activation? Uh, it's one bonus, <laughs> if you want to be that sort of... They, yeah, he'll, he'll just, like, he'll go from one health to eight every turn if he's yeah. lucky. So, <laughs> completely balanced in ten thunders, I hear. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, talk, talk us through this terrifying terrifying thing right so hunger and darkness um isn't got any characteristics by a henchman so he's a ghost defense five willpower six movement six size three eight wounds so he's a speedy boy incorporeal so reduces all damage this model suffers by one to a minimum of zero and can move through terrain and other models standard really has a ability that doesn't really come into effect unless you play jacob lynch 2 which is the real power it's the same as knight uh, lord chompy bit sorry where if he's selected to be the leader, he loses the totem characteristic. Yay. He's terrifying 11, though, and he can uh, remove a brilliance off an enemy mo- or off a model uh, whenever he's declaring attack actions to gain a plus flip to the duel. So just terrifying incorporeal henchmen. You yeah, know, yeah. Well, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> Standard day that ends in Y, Malinset. <laughs> <laughs> So he's 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 pretty good. His abilities. He's got his his tendrils attack. It makes me think when I look at Hungry. Like you know, is it in Moonstone where that like octopus has got the ten tie surprise ability? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really need to rename it in Malifaux. Um Finch talks to his his ten tie surprise. Okay, so despite the fact that Huggy is hench and has arms that can break someone in half, he attacks with the tendrils on his back. So range two, stat six with a mask built in, resisted by defense, two, four, six damage. So eight inch effective range with his move six then? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, has inbuilt light inside, so gain brilliance equal to number of masks in the duel, which is built into the stat. Uh, drain magic, which is uh, target discards a card, then this model may draw and discard on the crow. Or you've just got crit on a rams, which you totally need on a henchman that does two, four, six damage, don't you? <laughs> how often how often are you fishing for the eight damage? Um I'm normally trying to fish for the nine, I'll be honest with you. If 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 Huggy's going to slap someone, I'm burning a stone and the red joker's going into the damage flip. <laughs> So he, he obviously he hits hard. Obviously yeah. he hits hard. Um, do you find your opponents stoning to put you on negatives wherever they can, or is it just a case of like that model's going to die no matter what they do? Um, most of the time, I, they seem to like stone to prevent the damage rather than putting me on a neg, uh, okay. which is like I said, it's people's place. Oh, they do what they want. I can't tell them what to do. Um, but in regards to it, no, most of the time, if someone goes, I stone to put you on a neg flip, it's like, oh, okay, then that's more cards for me to fish for, which you don't yeah. really want to do with Hungren, really, do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also got uh, an obey with the mask built in, which is pretty nice. Yeah. So standard obey, um, stat six, needs a 14. So you, you are fishing for eights, 12 inch range, resist by willpower, and with the light inside trigger built in as well. So more brilliance on a, on a mask, really. Who's he using this for? Uh, I'm using the obeys on my own models. <laughs> yeah. I'm lit- because obviously Lynch gives out brilliance to your own crew. You just go obey with Huggy. I'll rip the brilliance off you. Oh, look, I replace it. <laughs> um, so you're plus flipping for the obey. And then you put the brilliance back onto them after the obey has gone through. Nice. It's good so, that his yeah. devouring need can, isn't just enemy only as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's everything that he goes for. And then we talked about his heal, which is just horrendous, his consumed brilliance. 
Right, so in regards to that then, so six inch range on a 50 mil base, so... Can't explain <laughs> it with a straight face, can you? Like, <laughs> <board. laughs> so you remove a brilliance, model, uh, brilliance token from each model within range, if able, and then this model heals one for each brilliance removed this way, and enemy models that had a token removed must pass a TN14 willpower jewel and gains all games. What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> This is some Malifaux Burns BS, this is. <laughs> this is the drug slug. <laughs> the, the powerful drug slug. Like, it's not just the fact that you get it down to one health and it goes up to eight. It's like, by the way, you're all slow now. Screw you. <laughs> He's a good boy. He's he doesn't boy. He doesn't have to flip for this. Nope, just happens. Yeah. <laughs> just happens. If I had a flip, it'd be fine. But no, it just happens. So it's safe to say that Huggy is very much a, a frontline fighter. Do you, do you assassinate Soulstone users? Do you go after flankers? Like, what's what's your... Or do you just go after whatever you don't like the look of? Uh, generally, the latter. Go for anything I don't yeah. like the look of. Obviously, Huggy can essentially go hunting down, like, masters or scheme runners and things like that. Because quick enough, isn't he, that you can go yeah. on the wings? Um, well, eight-inch threat range if he moves. But yeah. Um, normally I send him after minions and weak totems because it's like <laughs> there's something like satisfying going ah your four health totem here's my seventh health incorporeal eight wound in it goes <laughs> just to send um, a message yeah literally sends a message there's someone there with a little dog and you're like I can eat that yeah literally that <laughs> Most of the time, because dogs are evil in Malifaux. <laughs> they do wonderful things. <laughs> Fuck you, Lynch. No, Lynch, I called you Lynch then. Finch, whoever you are. Dogs are best boys in Malifaux. Yeah, fair. I mean, I'd contest that, you know, pigs are up there as well now, Chris. You need to... What, evil are best boys? <laughs> best boys. Thank you, Tom, for agreeing with me. I mean, there's only one true pig, and he's, he's in, you know, Nephilim. <clears throat> Cough. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so how often does Huggy die, Finch, every um, game? Or very he... rarely? He only dies if your opponent really wants to get rid of him. Yeah, like they send their big min three beaters to try and rinse him off the board. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, I kill him. Just to, <laughs> um, so if someone's got a sap like, um, sorry, what's it called? Vendetta. Yeah. <laughs> just kill him. You come, you're like, oh yeah, cool. Back up. Because I'm going to be playing Lynch 2 mostly. He'll just come back to life on full elf anyway. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But we'll go into that a little bit later. Yeah, so you don't you, you deny them the pleasure of being able to do this. Yeah, it just flexes, <laughs> just a big flex. Oh, you've nearly killed him. Don't worry, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's worth saying, like when I did the the master overview video for like this crew, like the henchman options are both incredible. Yeah, in this keyword now in the core box am I right in thinking it's Kitty in the new core box who comes yeah. with him so yeah. should we start with Kitty and then we'll come back to the one that we shall not name afterwards okay. <laughs> whoa what's wrong with her <laughs> you know what you did you know no, what you I did um, I also know what you did but hey ho uh, right, anyway so uh, Kitty Demont uh, doesn't have any characteristics by a henchman obviously because she's a ghost as well nine cost staff, uh, defense five willpower five movement six again uh, What's the story two. with her? Is she just like limitlessing? Is she had too many drugs? Um, basically, she went to. She was awful at gambling. Got caught too much. Went to Malifaux because gambling laws in Malifaux apparently don't exist. Uh, got caught in the honey pot. Got drugged up. Taken downstairs to Huggy to get eaten. 
and uh, only her body got eaten her soul stayed behind and huggy was like that's amazing be my set be my agent she was like yeah all right i love being a ghost that is literally <laughs> it in a nutshell <laughs> um, huggy, huggy darkness is the chillest monster it's just like hey, yeah whoa that's cool yeah. Yeah. Have, you, have you have you thought about working for the breach side broadcast <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an idea um so in regards to that yeah so eight wounds as well so she takes a beating um so incorporeal so reduce all damage by one same as huggy uh has succumbed to uh plus two sorry so when this model at the beginning of the game essentially this model gains two brilliance tokens so she starts with drugs residual drugs <laughs> just casual drugs um <laughs> as opposed to formal drugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah formal drugs require a conversation these just happen um <laughs> So you've got rig the deck two on her as well. So obviously there's the um, the benefit, uh, the honeypot uh, tradition coming through, and uh, brilliant saturation. So after resolving an action in which this model moved through one or more mo- other models, or vice versa, those models must each pass a TN thirteen movement jewel or gain a brilliance. So yeah, <laughs> she's like a fun version of Kirai. Yeah, apart like from she goes through gives you a drug, not a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, so what's she yeah. using her brilliance for then if she's starting with brilliance um, essentially she's uh, got a few tactical actions that allow her to use them so she's actually got three tactical actions which two of which are um, bonus thankfully uh, one of which is drawn to brilliance so you discard a brilliance token off the target and then you push this model five inches towards the target so you 12 inch range which is great <laughs> yeah and she's a ghost as well so she'll just go through models and then make them flip cards yeah and then you've got lingering contamination being the other one, which is you discard a brilliance token off her and she just drops a scheme marker in base so contact gross. with her. So yeah. are, we, we, are we right thinking she's the schemer of the crew? Yeah. She, she should be the schemer of the crew, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is so good. Just being able to move 12 inches and just, like, just poop a scheme marker yeah, out. Yeah, like it's, just... it's, a, it's a free walk action every turn. Yeah. And then just, oh, scheme marker. Um, but yeah, her final tactical action is draw essence which a lot of people should be familiar with um suffer a damage models within three must pass a tn12 defense jewel or take two damage and then this model heals one for every model that it damages i can never so, get it to work with carver <laughs> like he just gets a headache oh bless him <laughs> <laughs> carver tries though that's the important thing <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah in regards of kitty she's normally um she sits on the back line and she's normally moving your entire crew around um either moving through models and making them take brilliance and doing brilliant shenanigans based on the crew or uh, she's got a gun action which essentially is uh, reaching tendrils stat six resisted by defense uh tn of 12 eight inch range ignores friendly fire and the targets just push six inches in any direction yeah, the, the on-your-heel mass trigger is pretty awesome with that as well, isn't it? It's yep. just like, we're going forward. <laughs> yeah, we're going forward. Uh, thankfully, that's enemy only again, because yeah. otherwise you'd just be doing it on your own, guys. Yeah, you would. And uh, her final attack action is Unassuming Demeanor, everyone's favourite if you play Neverborn. Um, targets of us 1, 2, 3 damage. The action's damage flips uh, treat all negs as if they were pluses, which is stat 6 against willpower again. Yep, sorry. And... With two triggers, either sharp and brilliant, so you could discard a brilliance token from this model or the target on a crow, which is re- increase the damage track by one. Or under the table, which they thankfully errated to be enemy only, which is when resolving this mod, if this model did not cheat in its damage flip, 
it may draw any cards revealed as part of the damage flip that it did not choose. That's really good. <laughs> so you literally go at people and go, cool, I'm aiming for draws. Yeah. <laughs> you just draw those cards in. Chris, does, does Kitty backline it for you? Is she pure ski? No. Um, but now it's also, I, she's a pricey investment, isn't she? I tend to use her as a schemer on the wings, uh, like run her quite far forward or run her, it, like it, any terrain she can just go through and ignore. And she can look after herself quite well with the soul stones and the um, incorporeal. Yeah. Plus the the action just to pulse out the damage and heal herself back up. But no, she she tended for me to go for like spread them out kind of things or break through anything like that, really. Corny, any thoughts on Kitty? I just try to kill her at the start of the game and then never get round to it because I just can't get near her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, she's weak to deck plus two, so that's, that's more... Manipulation she can do for your hand, even if she doesn't get to use it because she's scheming. But like incorporeal is just such a good, it's so good because you ignore hazardous terrain, which is a lot of now. Mm. Um, and as, as long as it's attack actions, it can be a minimum to zero. Mm. So any incidental damage, uh, anything like that, she just ignores as long as it's an attack action, obviously. Uh, but just the, the act, if Kitty is in position uh, at the start of a turn, she can score sabotage so easy or basically get you a breakthrough or anything like that um she's she's i think she's very good anything to do with ski markers i think kitty is is you you definitely want to support her in and like finch says the region tendrils does allow you to sort of unpack um stuff quite well so all in all absolutely even though she doesn't do a lot of damage you're not taking her for a damage you're taking her for the, the utility that she brings and she does that so well so yeah brilliant model there's a lot of schemes that are based on denying if your opponent has a scheme marker wherever you want to put it so the fact that hers is just a bonus action to drop one can just incidentally deny things like you know leave your mark and stuff can't it yeah no yeah so i might think i might think like lynch's core box in terms of stones must be like one of the most expensive that exist because like the minions that are here which are the illuminated they're seven soul stones each as well aren't they yeah, so it is a 30 stone box. <laughs> yeah, that's a meaty box. So these are minion three, but I imagine you're not going to be taking three. Um, it depends which version of Lynch you're playing. Um, yeah. Normally, you're going to be summoning them, and if you summon all three in a game, I think you're doing particularly well. <laughs> Win more. But uh, yeah, you normally don't take three of them. You take like one if you really desperately want one. Well, I take one, but yeah. Awesome. So, so are these beaters schemers? What are they? Um, I use them as artillery pieces. <laughs> they live at the back <laughs> of the board and just shockwave things. <laughs> um, so in regards of them, uh, standard seven stone, they're the first living, well, apart from Lynch, uh, minion three, uh, defense five, willpower five, move five. So thankfully they're not as fast. Uh, size two, we have seven wounds. Uh, terrifying ten, because apparently drugs is scary. I mean, uh, you like that, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <think so>, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's fine. It's just paracetamol, isn't it? Um, rig the deck one, so it's not the best rig, but it's still decent. Um, succumb, so when this model enters play or starts the game, it gains three brilliant, so it starts with three and has regeneration plus one, which is everyone's favorite. <laughs> My favourite is Illuminated number three, who basically, like, they didn't want to make the giant freaking balloon animal that comes out the back of him on the artwork. So he no. just looks like he's kind of hunched over, but in the art, like, this giant freaking huggy <laughs> gremlin eating his soul. Yup. <laughs> Bring back Lantern Gremlin. <laughs> oh, 2023. <no. laughs> okay, so, 
in regards of the actions, um, so what I tend to do with Illuminators, I tend to rig the deck for a fail, like straight off the bat. So if I've got like a one to four in my hand, it'll just get rigged. So basically do its bonus action of Brill Shape, but you need a five for it to go off. Yeah. If it does go off, you discard a Brilliance and heal one, two, three, or you could just get rid of a card for a better one. Yeah. Um, so I'm just giving out my plans now. So there's going to be an insert of Honeypot players, I imagine. In regards of the two attack actions it's got, it's got Tear Apart, which is a stat six resisted by defense with an inbuilt crow, one inch range. Attacks of two, three, five damage with the sharpened Brilliance built in. So essentially they're min three beaters. Yeah. yeah, and that's uh, good. That's and, good. Uh, <laughs> and on a, a mask trigger, um, you can cheat on negative flips with flay. So if you've got the red joker in hand, you just like, <laughs> you just six land damage mofos. Yeah, literally. It's like, oh, I don't care if I'm on a double neg. Here's the red. Nice. What about the uh, the tactical nukes in the back? Uh, scintillating cloud. Uh, scintillating oh, cloud. Oh, I actually said it right. Holy crap. Um, so needs a six for it to go off range eight shockwave two willpower 13 two damage uh, models damage while this action gain a drug so um why why is it so good it, it, it's very good why, <laughs> why do they only need a six for that finch explain yourself uh, 10 thunders mate <laughs> Just thunders. it's um so you're saying you're doing the artillery approach like chris are you using these guys as beaters i was until finch just talked about them <laughs> and now i'm rethinking how i play (laughs) is there any kind of interesting like interplay with them and other models in your crew finch or are they just doing their one job essentially they're just doing their one job they sit at the back of the uh, sick uh, behind the scrum and literally they either lock onto huggy or kitty because obviously they're taking one damage off the shockwave rather than two yeah and it doesn't matter if they gain brilliance either and you might burn a few crap cards out of your deck as well while doing it um, but yeah, essentially, the Illuminator is essentially waiting for the scrum to happen and just go and have a grenade, have a grenade every turn. <laughs> the, 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 the two inch Willpower 13 duel is, is very tasty. Yep. Is, have you got ways? I mean, I know the answer is yes, but I'm just asking for the, for the audience. Mm-hmm. Have you got ways of forcing people into a scrum? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So, so you can, a handful you can of models just fire nukes from afar. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. So that is everything within the well, core. Actually, can I just say one thing before we move on? Go on um, we've always said this before in the podcast, but I just want to point out that terrifying might not look very impressive, but you know, oh, so your opponent might be able to get that past that really easily. But every time they're passing it with a severe or even a high moderate, that's a win for you, isn't it, Finch? Because yeah. that is a card that's just gone for no reason. It's gone. And yep. that's the beauty. That's the power of terrifying. So even though it's a low terrifying, don't be, don't think that that's oh, that's not very good at all. Because that can, that can really save your backside sometimes. Well, so, especially yeah. crews who've got like masters who want to get stuck in who don't have like ruthless like the Vix or Nekima. It's like oh for God's sake, like hmm. I'm stat seven and actually me pitching a seven would lose a guaranteed hit. You know, hmm. yeah, it can be a real pain in the neck. Hmm. Okay, we happy with the core box contents. Mm. right so we have two boxes we have what is known as the fu box uh, <laughs> and we have friendly faces um, oh, cracking. which um, one would you like to do uh we'll start with friendly faces because i feel that kind of rounds off what the core box should essentially aim for and then yeah. uh, we'll end so we, the we have the other henchman in the crew here with uh, gwyneth maddox who is absolutely lovely and i'll have the friendliest a- of faces <laughs> voted in um <laughs> 
No, she's she's absolutely sound. Um, so Gwyneth Maddox, nine stones, henchman living, uh, defense five, willpower six. So another uh, willpower six model in the crew. Uh, movement five with size two with nine wounds. So um, she's a corset. She's a tank in a corset. <laughs> what more do you want, really? Not look thief, Finch. Not look thief. <laughs> I wasn't going to go with <laughs> um, So yeah, we'll go with look thief then. So uh, when performing opposed jewels and damage flips against this model, enemy models treat all pluses as if they were negs. And after an enemy model fails an action targeting this model, this model heals two. Be honest, how often do you forget that second part? Because I forget it all the time. Every time. I can't forget it. <laughs> it would kill me if I did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's more the um, treating damage flips as well. That's oh, the it's, it's, it's the screw you guild ability, isn't it? It's like, yeah. oh, focus. Unlucky lads. Well, it counters like puncture and things like that as yeah. well. So it's, it, is, it is a little bit horrendous, but... I can understand the hate for Luck Thief, but at least there's no way we can threaten our own models, isn't there? So, so you just laugh at yourself when you go against like Tony Ironsides and it's got unionized. It's like, oh, you have to take those plus flips. Shame that. <laughs> um, it's only against Gwyneth. So if, oh, if she goes, if, if, if it was like all jewels in a post, that, that would be, be great. Ridiculous. You should do that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> just get a Sharpie out. <laughs> it's like, please do this with your art. But yeah, she generally is like a nightmare to deal with. She's also rigged the deck three. <laughs> yep. The highest rig the deck you can get. Um, so obviously you got your free cards, you pitch in. She's a little bit of a headache because you have to think three actions before yeah. in order to make use out of all those cards. Uh, she's got a defense and willpower defensive trigger of unimpressed on a crow, which is when resolving, if the attacker deters a trigger, you reduce the damage by two. So not only are you going, if you're, uh, if you're, losing this jewel i heal to but if you are successful and you want that trigger i'm reducing the damage by two and yeah I'm i get my, I get my armor well. basically yeah now, it's not built in but i suppose low crows do the job as well yeah so you're you, happy to cheat down if you know you're reducing it by two exactly yeah so like there's been instances where someone's hit me on my defense i've cheated a one of crows in just to go you're on a plus flip for your damage which is now a neg declare yeah. a trigger i dare you just so mean that, that goes so they go really well together look thief and unimpressed is amazing together yep if only they had the other version <laughs> if only if only and she has an anti-cheat aura, which is a party never ends. So after an enemy model cheats fate within six, they gain a brilliance token after resolving. So it builds up. Yeah, so to go with the cumulative here, we've got uh, Lynch doing a damage. We've got Gwyneth giving them a brilliance. Yeah. And we'll keep a running tally of that in a minute. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, more to come. Activation-wise, before we go on to her attack and tactical actions, like where does she sit in the order, Finch? Is she going early? Is she going late? Is um, she finishing the job? Is she kind of just moving things along? Or is she flex? Uh, she's normally in the middle. Yeah. Um, normally I want her... Like ironically, with her and Kitty, she's in the enemy deployment zone turn one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> so, uh, basically, with uh, Kitty's malarkey, I'll push a model six inches twice, and then um, Huggy's obey built in as well. She's essentially in your opponent's face turn one, and uh, being an absolute nuisance. And how is she a nuisance when she gets there? So, in regards to it, I'll go with her tactical action because that's the best one. Um, so, come play at my table as a tactical action. Range six. Needs a seven to go off. So, basically, when you rig the deck with her, you want to put like a seven of masks ideally in there somewhere. Um, enemy models within range must pass a TN13 willpower duel or be placed into base contact with this model. Models with three or more brilliance on it suffer a neg to the willpower duel. 
with the uh, old deal trigger, which is if you are placed, you gain a brilliance. Yeah, turn so, two onwards, that becomes horrendous because yep. that brilliance has ticked up very quickly. Yep. Midway through the second turn, it's like, oh, no cheating that. Good luck with your TM30. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the um, the bonus action, which is uh, probably the most family-friendly uh, ability in the crew. It's one of the best bonus actions in the game. It's just so much fun to pull This off. is just typical Ten Thunders wall of text bonus action that you don't have to flip. <laughs> it's like, a quarter of the card on the back of it. Yeah. So, opposing player must choose a number between 0 and 14. One day, an opponent will pick 0. One day. Um, <laughs> reveal the top three cards of this model's fate deck. If none of the revealed cards have a value of the chosen number, uh, the, the Honeypot player draws two and then discards one. Otherwise, if your opponent is correct, you discard all of those cards and they draw a card. So it's it's cool. I, I really like Hit the Jackpot. It's essentially a card sculptor. Yeah. But what you tend to do is you essentially you go rig the deck free. I'll put, I don't know, some cards that all have no use whatsoever. And then you just bin them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you can draw a card if you're successful, but I do not need this one, this two, and this three. <laughs> so it's just a guaranteed discard if the rig the deck isn't great. Yeah, it's a guaranteed discard. Otherwise, it's a, oh, what am I drawing now sort of thing. How often are you getting through your hand each, like through your deck each turn? Uh, twice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to hide that. It's mostly twice. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're cycling your way through quickly. <laughs> Basically, with the combination of rig the deck and uh, your opponent going, oh my god, why is Gwyneth in my face again? They normally tend to um, just burn most of their cards at you. Yeah, trying to wipe her off the board, but every time they fail, she heals. Yeah, exactly that. So what could she do if she just decide to stop, I don't know, encouraging people to come to her table? Uh, she's slapping them for free damage mostly Tom uh, right so uh, uh, so card shark is one inch range stat six melee action resisted by willpower um, targets was one two three damage with plus one damage per brilliance token on it to a maximum plus two so yeah. three and that's five. built in not a trigger it's just a, in, yeah. you take three damage yep you've got the light inside trigger on it which is masks for brilliance and you've got Deja Vu, which is you discard a card and draw two cards on a crow. So she comes into the crew all happy, and then you realise she's a min three beater. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a bit of building up, but yes. <laughs> that, that's pretty tasty. Not that much building up in that crew. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then she's got the old Derringer. With some, she's got an interesting trigger on top of the light inside, hasn't she? She's got the uh, draw out secrets. Yeah. So um, stat six, resist by defense, eight inch range, same as Lynch's. Uh, yeah. Draw out secrets. Yeah. Drop a scheme marking base contact with the target. Yeah. So, like, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you yeet Gwyneth into people's deployment zones turn one? Yeah, not quite that far, but she is in their face as soon as. Yeah. Um, she, yeah she tends to be right up there with Huggy and uh, some other horrible people we'll talk about shortly the amount uh, of high willpower jewels that you just force everything them. in this crew pretty much targets willpower it's yeah, a good job it, there's nothing in keyword that gives you negatives to willpower <laughs> and it's stat 6 and you're basically forcing willpower 13 or 14 jewels on shockwaves and pulses and all manner of stuff yeah. as well so you're burning melee attacks and, and yeah everything yeah have you got much execute knocking around finch in thunders absolutely none for me uh is that why <laughs> yeah that is why <laughs> i feel like i do well enough without it but um yeah. we'll see how that goes so gwyneth comes with two other friendly faces oh. in the form of beckoners best girls 
uh yeah we went from family family friendly to very much not now yeah <laughs> these are always the models that you see like painters who don't play Malifaux pick up and then like claim it's for their aesthetic value and realistically it's like we all know why you've picked those models to yeah. <laughs> oh i've just painted a pretty lady mm-hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> sad dead doxy on the shelf yeah literally that so uh, <laughs> these are quintessential pretty good five soulstone minions like there's always some knocking around in in each faction these guys must be up there surely yeah 100 percent. so in regards of these you've got five costs minion two you can only have two of them sadly defense willpower five movement five size two five wounds so they're fives across the board for their cost just before you uh carry on with the description courtney can you just explain to us what beckoners do on the board oh they get they get the boobsticles out <laughs> they, lure you, they lure you in they lure you in and then they give you a good time but they're not really giving you a good time because they're just drugging you up and then a big big pink testicle creature comes out and goes om nom 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 <laughs> testicle creature that's <laughs> yeah. you, know, you Finch you know, like, <laughs> you know podcast videos that do like a soundbite at the start to lure people to c- continue to watch the rest like that's it you've got it there Chris are we saying Beckners are the uh, remember to tick like and subscribe of the honey pots <laughs> <laughs> is that what they call them yeah why not let's go <laughs> let's go with that so uh don't buy in the hand then uh don't buy the hand so same as lynch ones ability so if you've got brilliance on them uh, on the enemy model hitting them they're on a neg flip just built in yeah um they've got rig the deck one same as the illuminated so they're not amazing for it but it's still useful and they start the game with two brilliance on themselves so it, it's an engine uh they have the party never ends which is the same anti-cheat aura as Gwyneth so it's just nice getting that aura a little bit further yeah, a six inch aura stacking up on many models is great yep and uh, what's have, the other one they've got Finch <laughs> they have an amazing ability uh, called remember last night so uh, essentially you pick an enemy model on the uh, enemy's table half and they've slept with it clearly please um, tell me you point at the model and shouted it like <laughs> <laughs> now, normally I, I, I try and go for models that it makes no sense whatsoever um, <laughs> so I played against Jan at Nationals Jan Pietro I'll probably butcher his surname I'm sorry Jan Pacheric Pacheric and um, basically, the Beckner slept with the Soulstone Miner. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jan nearly uh, conceded at that point, I think. Right, I'm just going to pause you there, Fitch. Courtney, yeah. could you uh, explain to us how that would function in law? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the law master of the podcast. That's well, right I mean, we, if you've got an hour, I can go into great detail. Does this also <laughs> mind not have an ability called Thriller Driller? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that explains it all. You know, I mean, do I have to say a lot about that? I mean, I think you, you can, your imagination can run wild. Uh, what a, a circular, long thing and a partly naked lady can get up to together. Wholesome Back to you, Finch. <laughs> so Content. they've got a stat six law. Uh, it's stat six law, yeah. So... Yeah. In regards, it's resist by willpower. I need a 12, 12 inch range. Move the, bar, the target is moved towards the model. Uh, it's got two inbuilt triggers. So you've got reposition on one for the mask or light inside on the other for more brilliant. And then you've got on a tome desperate need. So when resolving, the target moves its move equal to the number of its brilliance tokens. This is not capped. <laughs> <laughs> this is not capped. <laughs> the MDMA kicks in. Yeah, literally just go, oh, you're on brilliance five. Cool. Your movement six. Awesome. <laughs> move 11 um 
has despicable promises as well. So target gains, distracted plus one and a brilliance token, 10 inch nice. range, stat five, resist by willpower. So they're, they're essentially machine gunning brilliance out. Yeah, this is our dictating the scrum model, isn't it? Yeah. So you normally so, just go, I want that. Are they law bots? Are they the same as the old um, Yuko kind of come over here so my one thing can beat you? Um, normally, they, I use them as like roadblocks. I normally go, here's a prostitute deal with it. Um, <laughs> they're, they're essentially, yeah literally they just go they're, they're in the way like if they die they die tragic i'll just make another two um but yeah they, they generally just hop in the way they've got like upgrades on them most of the time keeping other models alive and things yeah. like that but they are a nuisance what about the the other aura they could put out with the bonus action uh pleasant distraction so yeah. it doesn't doesn't need a flip to go off of course not thunder's <laughs> Uh, six inch aura uh, until the end phase if a model takes the interact action within range i can remove a brilliance off it if it does it fails <laughs> jesus christ i bet that's good in this current gaining ground oh 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent just no, yo, i hear you want to push that market <laughs> think again boy <laughs> you want to carve that path here's a distracted lady <laughs> yeah literally that Oh, they, they do have a final attack action as well, which no one uses. Um, so, Deceiving Touches, um, resist, uh, resist by Willpower, Stat 5, Range 0. So you need to be base. Tarks what is a to- Deceiving Touch, Finch? Um, I'll assume it's like a, being slapped by a woman in Coventry, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deceiving part. It's not actually a woman. I think that's yeah, just foreplay in Coventry, isn't it? <laughs> you've realised you've been decked by a policeman or something like that. Um <laughs> But yeah, so you just give out brilliance as well. It has um, the light inside trigger on that as well. So essentially, if you get the mask, you're giving out two brilliance and a cheeky one, two, three. So nice. How many of these are you taking? Um, I normally don't take them. You summon um, them? Much as the internet will hate me for it, but I will either summon them or not take them at all. Ah, is there a reason for that? Do you just find that the, the pain train runs itself? Uh, yeah, full murder honeypot no one expects. So, <laughs> the amount of times I've gone full murder with Honeypot and people go, wait a sec, what? <laughs> it's like, so yeah. It's like, so they're going to set up their auras. By the way, Gwyneth, in your deployment, so I deal with that now. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> Chris, what about you? Do you use Beckoners? I normally do take one, um, just for putting out more brilliance at the start on the opposing models, to yeah. be honest with you. And that, that handy law and anti-interact aura as well, they, they can abuse the scheme runner literally pull it in and just absolutely abuse it and when they try to hit it they're on negative so quite often I, I think it was the game against courtney i've forgotten what it was he ran up there but i literally just pulled it in i was like yeah try and slap me and i just had it sat there with a beckoner for the entire game <laughs> yeah like, it was you it need was, a minder if i remember correctly it was um chris had left one back in his deployment to stop breakthrough yeah I had basically got one model that essentially was too busy dancing the night away with the Beckoner rather than doing the one for the other We don't like Beckoners for reason. <laughs> so that's the second box. Yeah. Finch, I'm going to ask, how much do you take Gwyneth and Kitty then? That uh, For you, there must be a, a two-hit combo just for the pushing. Is it a regular, always the two? Because they're nice uh, all-stones each, aren't they? Yeah, I, I would happily spend the 18 stones for what they bring to the table. Yeah. Do you think it is always at the cost of minions, or would you... We're going to talk about the enforcers in a second, obviously. Do the enforcers drop out, or is it always at the cost of minions? Uh, it's always at the cost of minions. Yeah, because obviously we have the worst box in all of Malifaux next. Wow. 
bit <laughs> Am I wrong? It used to be my keyword. <laughs> it used to be your keyword, and then he got better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'm going to start with the one that no one seems to take for some unknown reason. Um, so we'll go uh, Mr. Graves, everyone's favourite bodyguard with black... Former Nephilim as well. Yeah, he used, like, used to be Nephilim. Former. I wish he still had the keyword. That'd be hilarious with the Barbaros crew. <laughs> <laughs> all these demons in this one bouncer so Mr. Graves uh, cost 8 stat 5 willpower 5 movement 5 size 3 he's a big boy uh, with 8 wounds um, has black blood which is Tom's favourite rule uh, we have it you're not having it mine <laughs> um, hard to it, kill black blood Ooh, went from one of those things of like meh and then Nekima 2 came out and it was like oh Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> Um, hard to kill so can't be ever reduced below one if he's above two and uh, ruthless so he's the one in keyword ruthless thing you can really take how much ruthless is in thunders quite a lot uh, I think all the versatiles pretty much have it so is that why he just doesn't fit in because you've got samurai and stuff it's essentially I, I, I really want to use graves I really want to like put him in a spot where I can go you know what we'll take graves in this game but is it because and- the lone swordsman hasn't been errated yet uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah pretty much, yeah. <laughs> when the Lone Swordsman gets a, a tidy tweak, if, um, then Mr. Graves will start getting some use. That, that's fair. That's completely fair. So he's a rig the deck plus two. So standard, like two cards, put two cards back. And has bodyguard, so other friendly models within two game cover, which with Black Blood is a pain in the neck. Yep. So uh, he's got a fence post that he hits people with. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, what kind of Bamboza has a fence post? <laughs> The a best good one. one. The good one. <laughs> can, I just, can I just point out as well one thing that ticks me off with this box, and it's the same way with Talon as well. There's only one thing that ticks you off. They did. They did the. They did. They went through all the trouble of updating the art, right? But in the box, it's the old models. What is going on? <laughs> I, I, when they, when I originally when they originally came up with Fair Edition, you saw those models that we do new artwork. He was like, "Oh, they're upgrading the models for Talon and Graves." But then the box came out and it was the old models, but with the new car- artwork and the cards. What? what? Mate, have you seen how bad Huggy's artwork is compared to the model? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carry on, Finch. Sorry about no, that. Fence post. So, fence post. So, range two. So, it's another source of two-inch melee. Uh, stat six, resisted by defense. Three, four, five damage with uh, puncture. So, um, plus flips on damage, which is always nice. <laughs> Or a severe injury, giving out injured for crows. Injured when you've got stat six against willpower on everybody is pretty me. <laughs> yeah. Um, in regards of his other attack action, another two inch range, uh, lead the way. So stat five needs a six for it to go off, resisted by defense. Can't target the same model more than once. You push the model four inches, then this model pushes four inches towards it with the light inside trigger on a mask. So more movement. It's like shove aside without the punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah. be alright in this GGA, I imagine, uh, lead the way, because getting people off certain areas seems to be quite useful. Yeah, 100%. Would it be better if you were seven soul stones? Um, I want to say yes. But still um, not in the running, do you think? Still not in the running, no. Like, his bonus action good. seems good. Yeah, his bonus action is keeping the peace. It's another six-inch aura. Needs a five to go off um, until the end phase. Any models that want to charge within six after pass a TM13 duel or it fails. That's pretty good. Yeah. So if he is in the crew, is he a frontline beater or is he just assassinating certain targets? Um, normally he's following people. He's, he's essentially he's another source of what Kitty does, but a little bit weaker. 
Yeah. So he's um, pushing models around left, right, and center, following up, and then essentially pushing them into position. So if if I was to take Graves, um, he'd be pushing Gwyneth eight, uh, sorry, four, and then Kitty will be pushing Gwyneth the other 12. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just like wrong. we are coming across the halfway line. Yeah, you're coming Does that give him position. value in corner deployment, or is he still just neh? Uh, I'd, I'd try and use him in corner. He'd be an interesting yeah. one. Um, yeah. Most of the corner deployment games I've played in have had awful corner deployments, so it would be nice to get out of them. But yeah, it's an idea. So moving on in this uh, dark dealings box. <laughs> you don't want to, Tom, but I we're going to have to. I don't like it. Uh, there's another <laughs> model who's somehow six soul stones, Finch. Are we talking about my favourite woe? Well, unless Chris and Courtney have anything to add in for Graves. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do like to take Graves, I'll say. Yeah. Um, because turn one, I like to get him to lead the way on Kitty and push her through all my own models just to get more brilliance out on them. Nice. And then I, I pair him up with Tannen, so he tends to bring Tannen up so Tannen's not using his own AP to walk. Yeah. And uh, so that keeping the peace aura as well to stop people charging, that kind of ties in with Tannen's aura and Gwyneth's aura and Lynch's aura as well, so that it just becomes horrible when you do anything. Yeah. Um, but we'll see Tannen now and see what his aura is. Yeah, speaking of everything becoming horrible when you try and do something. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Tannen, or Senior Tannen, as he's uh, respectfully named now, because he's actually got popularity. Um, stat six with six wounds. Uh, defense four, sadly, willpower six, with a movement of four and a size of two. So he's quite slow. Um, has manipulative. So if he has an activated draw on a neg to hitting him, it's a little bit of a deterrent. Uh, with Rick the deck plus two, so the same as uh, everyone else with that. Has Betrayal Aura, so any models within six uh, have to discard a card to cheat. That's always fun with the amount of anti-cheat auras you have up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Delirium, so once per activation, after a model within six would gain a brilliance token, this model can even move it to or have it suffer a damage. <laughs> so we're up to the level now where if someone cheats, they've got to discard a card, they gain a brilliance, they take damage and push two inches or take another damage. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's kind of candy Pandora levels of bullshit, that, isn't it? Can we just sharpie like the you know the woe keyword back on his car? (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed. No, we cannot. (laughs) Mine now, Tom. No, you cannot. (laughs) I I, I used to hate him, and then Dorian came along with boring conversation. I was like, now I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh bless! So he just shuts down stuff, then Finch. Yeah, yeah, he completely shuts down people. It's tactical action straightforward enough. It's just boring conversation. It's stat of seven, so you need a six for it to happen. Until the end phase, you have to pass a TN 10 willpower duel for any non-walk action or it fails. Yeah, bear in mind there's terrifying tests knocking around all over the keyword as well. It's a lot of burn. And then you've got to discard a card if you want to cheat. Yep. And he's got the board's tears trigger. <laughs> yeah, so uh, on a crow, until the end phase, increase the TN of this duel by plus one for each brilliance token on each model uh, to a maximum plus three. So it's oh, TN13 willpower duel. You have to discard a card to cheat. <laughs> and if you cheat you're gaining the brilliance and, and the damage and you're damage pushed pushing away. too <laughs> in fact yeah you, you, if you take um, if you try and do that with in Lynch 1 you're also taking a further damage on top of that you just push yeah. away you won't do your action not, like, especially if it's a charge <laughs> well the, the thing is you've got if you actually do team up Tannen and Graves together with both their auras up if someone wants to do a charge, you're flipping like four to five cards before it even goes off. Yeah. That's why I take Graves. Yeah. It's like, 
that's, that's probably why I'd probably do it now I've learned how a boring conversation works with charges uh, is boring conversation a an absolute black hole for the black joker for you Finch or does it usually come off um normally I've filtered through my deck enough to say the black joker doesn't there's always exist. that one ability isn't there that like yeah. gravitates um, to yeah. rig the deck's always there anyway to ensure that's yeah. a good point if you want to put that aura up it's going up but yeah normally um Tannen's activation consists of move twice boring conversation that yeah. is literally his job um, <laughs> sounds like Dorian sounds like Dorian <laughs> so he also moves people yeah <laughs> um, he's got two attack actions as well so he's got lucky knife uh, two three four damage that's six resisted by defense one inch range it's a pretty good attack with puncture mm. yeah it's, it's nothing to sniff at like the cheeky four damage on a, a straight is not bad. Yeah. And he has despicable promises, which he takes on the beckoners. So stat five, resist by willpower, 10 inch range. Gains distracted plus one and a brilliance with the get in there trigger on a mask, which is okay at best. So a friendly minion within line of sight may push three inches towards the target or drain magic on a crow, just, which just is marginally card. better. Yeah. Marginally better. So is it safe to say he's an auto-include Finch? Yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in life. Just in life. If... If if as like um, every King Gong player that I've met has looked at Mister Tan and gone, I could, I keep going. No, <laughs> you can't have him. No, at least King Gong have got a uh, shoulder now for their own boring conversations. Yeah. They can yeah. stop stealing Mister Tannen. Hundred percent. I mean, the one the one thing with Mister Tannen as well is is that um, obviously you want to go early with him to get the boring conversation up, but that can't sort of count as the manipulative. Yeah. So, yeah. how would you sort of keep him alive? Because defense for six wounds, like I imagine, he's, he, he ain't like alive very long. Um, let's put it that way. So normally, what I do is I slap silent protector on him. Just gives mm. him hard to kill. Yeah, which is enough to deter people off him. But um, mm-hmm. there is other ways around it. But uh, normally, what happens is uh, he's near the Gwyneth and the uh, the Huggy Storm. And just sitting there, not really getting involved, just chatting away. How much does line of sight play an issue, Finch? Because obviously he's on a thirty mil base. Because I've noticed even with Dorian, who's on a forty, sometimes I've got to be really careful, like careful with my big beasties, like yeah. getting in the way. Do you find your opponents try and block his line of sight, or do you think they're just too busy worried about all manner of stuff to get to that stage? I hope it's the latter. Yeah. Um, in regards to they're just worried about the other aspects of the crew. Um, I suppose his delirium norm- can help him out a little bit, can't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because it's not just enemy models only. So if you have done line of sight uh, shenanigans that you shouldn't have, uh, you could just push your models two inches away, and most of them are ghosts anyway. So you can just push them through people. Any? Uh, is there any super secret sexy tech, or does he just just ruin people's life? Just ruins people's life. I've got nothing special for Tanner. Normally, he's there to either give me a point for hidden martyrs because let's be honest. Yeah, um, you have to. <laughs> you have to kill him if he's there. Um, or he's just there to make everyone trying to hit Huggy's life an absolute nightmare. Yeah, like <laughs> how do I ask this as a Pandora player? Um, what What's the the best responses you've had from players dealing with Mr. Tan? <laughs> um, it depends how um, PG I have to be in this uh, podcast. Not PG at all. <laughs> they normally tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds correct. Is it just when you just remind them when they've, you know, when they've like thought through something really carefully because they're already worried about eight other auras and they move forward, you're like TN10 will power Yeah, even the TN10. Like, like it's like what Courtney said about the Illuminate is terrifying. It's like, it's still a card flip. It's a moderate, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's, he's just living there to uh, cause an absolute headache for everyone. Nice. 
Chris, your fun with Mr. Tannen? Exactly the same. It's <laughs> it's the overlapping auras. There was a game me and you had, which was Lynch against Pandora, Jesus and uh, Christ, I believe it was turn three. Like Tom doesn't swear, obviously, but if he did, he would have said, "Fuck this! <laughs> I cannot be arsed with this game." Because anytime anyone wanted to do literally anything, it was like yeah, it was Tom a- tries to do so. I'm like, right, if you're going to cheat, discard a card, but also if you do cheat, you're taking the damage, and I'm moving you and pinging the damage, and this, and then Tom's like, right, well, when you activate, you discard a card and gain stunned. It's a negative because you've gained stunned blah 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 blah. and I think we both just went this is horrible for both of us let's never do this ever again we've both had really long weeks and I think I was just like I just can't see (laughs) I can't do this I keep won the game I just can't deal with this Talon just he is there to be an absolute nuisance and he does it if you can hit him yeah he goes down like a sack of shit but he just draws so much aggro for such a little model. But even then, he's, he's draining the big beastie ruthless model that needs to go after him early because there's yeah. still got a card to cheat to get that big swing off. And like Finch says, if he's hard to kill, it's going to take three swings to kill him, not two. Yeah, that's it. And it, and they're going after essentially a six point enforcer. Yeah, you know. And if that's taking their big beater out, then fair play, that'll do. Do you find Does you it... too that he he's rider bait that the riders come and get him? Um, just because min three willpower seven ignoring terrain are they um, are, do you find that they gravitate towards or is it not really that much of an issue um most of the most of the time uh he gets sniped like yeah he, he generally just gets shot at um mm-hmm. i think in one of my previous games uh the lone marshal just went i focus i shoot him he's dead and i'm just <laughs> like yeah fair play all right that's understandable <laughs> <laughs> touche <laughs> but um yeah he's just generally like he is gonna score me a point if hidden mart's in the pool he's scoring me a point yeah that's pretty yeah. good job i think that's the thing with him as well you know the martyr's point is on him but it's just like well him dying is more important yeah yeah so corny any thoughts on tanner yeah it's basically kill on site um <laughs> i don't think i can add to anything um to what's already been said he's he's a, he's a terror he's absolute terror boring conversation um again it's it's wasting your cards. If he gets that ball to tears, then it's wasting even bigger cards. <laughs> um, but like the counterplay is, you know, again six health. He is he, he can be killed even with hard to kill as long as you um, as long as you get the damage in, uh, you can kill him. But again, for the lynch player, that is wasting attacks on, and that's what time does. He just sort of wastes your time, and then when you're not looking. Uh, Hoggy's right next to you and he's beaten you to death so I suppose um, I suppose like yeah. for Finch then with his hyper aggro Lynch crew like Tanner's just coming in at the back just making the whatever counter response comes in more annoying yeah because he can't keep up with the front line even with the, the double move surely no he can't normally no he's normally um, about three four inches behind the line most yeah, of the time yeah just overlapping an aura at the edge so before we go on to our break and then do the titles afterwards, we do have one more minion to talk about, which is in the Dark Dealings box as well, which is the Depleted. Yep. Don't see a lot of Depleted. Are they there for summoning purposes? Um, normally you want to summon them, but to be honest, at three stones, I wouldn't mind hiring them. Like, yeah. they're, they're generally quite good in my eyes. Five wounds. Five wounds. Um, so living, minion, three. Uh, defense, three. Willpower, four. Four moves. So size two. They're not amazing. Um, hard to wound so damage flips suffer a neg hard to kill built in as well that's not uh, bad for a three soulstone model five wounds five, five wounds as well yeah. Yeah. five wounds uh, insignificant sadly oh no um, 
have succumbed free. So if they do get summoned in or they're hired, they start with free brilliance. So it's just more brilliance generation and have constriction. So enemy models engaged by this model suffer a neg flip to jewels generated by the disengage action. Nice. So essentially, you normally want to tag these up with Tannen and they go, I want to do the disengage actions. I want a boring conversation first, and now you're on a neg flip. It's it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, if they do somehow die, um, after this model is killed, it detonates for two damage and a pulse two um, and gains a brilliance on the targets damaged as well. Nice. So, so they're, they're they are quite happy to, to die. Yeah. After the horrendous amount of work it takes to get them there. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, they're two actions, sadly. They, they don't have much text on the back of their card, thankfully. Um, so they have a bonus action of Drawn to Brilliance, which is the same as Kitty. So discard a Brilliance token from the target, push this model five inches towards them. So they're essentially 13-inch range threat. And they've got Frantic Flailing, which is a zero-inch range, stat four, resisted by defense. Types of us one, two, three, damage with the light inside trigger for cheeky brilliance or a crow maim which is target discards a card so they can attack your hand as well yeah it's just that ablative attack and just see what you flip pretty much yeah pretty much any any tech any fun they exist yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I like to summon these in over the beckoners yeah. um, just because it, it's much easier to get off you only need the three brilliance on the target but the we haven't talked about the, the upgrade that gets attached on a summon model no. which is the darkness beckons so at the end of uh, the model's activation so at the end of every depleted activation you take a brilliance off it and then every model within two of the depleted will gain a brilliance Nice. and it comes on with brilliance three so that's effectively three activations worth of pulsing out brilliance yeah and also, if it, all its brilliance goes, then it's just killed. So it pulses it again. So, no, because it ignores the demise ability, which is unfortunate. So ah. the opponent either has to deal with three turns of it standing there pulsing out brilliance, being annoying, or they kill it and gain brilliance and suffer two damage. Yeah. And for a, a model you've summoned for nothing that's hard to wound, hard to kill, um, I think you get a lot of mileage out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does good things. Uh, Courtney, have you encountered... Well, I'll be honest with you, the, the depleted models are an accurate de uh, depiction of what I look like on a Friday morning. I've <laughs> 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 just been drained from work. <laughs> I just need to get to the weekend. Um, they're just pain in the ass, aren't they? Again, they're just another model that you want to get in uh, just being absolute annoyance with constriction and stuff like that and sort of prevent people yeah. to do yeah. what they want to do. Drawn to brilliance, get them where they want to be. And like Chris said, they start, then they start pulsing out brilliance as well and you have this awkward situation where you either let them live and they're just a pain in the backside to you or you kill them and they blow up and they give you brilliance anyway so um they're, they're, for free cost models are great i mean like hell five you, you don't to be honest they've got more defensive abilities than some five cost minions so yeah they're, they're pretty they're pretty good really yeah so I think that'll take us to our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about the, the new title box and any versatiles or out-of-keyword picks that Finch likes to take. So we'll be back in a moment. Thank you. 
out your best suit, pick your fanciest hat, pick a card, any card, and throw away the last of your scrip on a faint glimmer of hope. Pick a dark corner to mourn your losses in. Pick a pinch of purple powder so pure it feels like every hair on your body stood on end and you can taste colours and see sound. Pick a partner to spend the night with, sharing your successes, comfort your sorrows, feed the gnawing hunger that's growing within you. Pick a piece of yourself that still has an ounce of common sense and push it back down into the deepest part of your mind. Ignoring the warnings is a feeling this good can't possibly be wrong. Pick a pact with a purple beam and a promise that this feeling will never end, never leave you, and that you'll never have to go back to whatever it was you were running away from in the beginning. Pick your targets, an unaware pundit, the next morsel that will feed the insatiable hunger as their body and mind waste away, their eyes becoming dead, becoming a speck of their former self, yet shining so brilliantly they push back the very shadows. Pick yourself up the next day and do it all again. Price you pay to beat the addiction, to stop the hunger, to fight the darkness. Pick a card, any card. Honeypot, the new fragrance by Lynch. Sorry about that. I bill was a bit over the top, but really, that's just standard for you. Oh, well, okay, well, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't impress you enough. I'll do better. Next right. time. Yeah, do it again right now. Uh, Come all on. Right, all right, then. Okay, okay. Welcome back to the Halifax Show. Perfect. With the top uh, Lynch player in the UK, Finch. Finch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise of him biting his tongue. No, Malfoy Burns came out. Everybody got a second title. Uh, Jacob Lynch. Now I'm looking at Jacob Lynch's card. This lad ain't looking healthy. He's looking. Um, he's not looking healthy at all. So what's happened with Jacob Lynch in Malfoy Burns? Finch. Well, he's experiencing peak male performance because that is what everyone should aspire to look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. In regards, he's basically a little bit drugged up, mate. Um, he's a little bit stressed, drunk a bit too much. Got high off his own oh, supply. Oh, basically, oh. Went, he went from none for me to all for me. Yeah, literally that. Um, he's, he's not having the best time, bless him, but uh, apparently he makes up for that or whatever is on his card, really. <laughs> <laughs> so... In regards of what he does, uh, so he's still living, thankfully, despite he looks a little bit messed up. Uh, he's gone from 11 wounds to 12. Uh, he's gone down a willpower, so he's defense five, willpower four. He's still movement four, and he's still two inch size, uh, two size. Sorry, what he's now bringing to the table is essentially he's bringing a second version of Tannen. <laughs> um, so he's got delirium, so same as Tannen again. So after a model within six beams of brilliance, you can push it two or have a point of damage. Uh, he's taken something off Gwyneth by gaining Luck Thief. So yay. Again. Uh, he's kept his rig the deck, thankfully. They, they were thinking about getting rid of that, I can tell. Um, <laughs> but he starts again with five brilliance on himself, so he's a succumb plus five. The thing that really makes him a little bit more wacky is essentially consumed by darkness. So after hiring, if this model's the cruise leader, which he is, uh, attach the endless upgrade to a friendly, hungering darkness. 
what this essentially does is the upgrade is free for one, uh, gives Hungering Darkness the master characteristic and forces him to be the leader. Yeah, boy. And uh, Three AP gives Huggy. A, and <laughs> gives a, hung, a Huggy um, a demise ability, which goes, uh, if he dies um, once per turn, he teleports back to Lynch, goes, how much drugs are on you, Lynch? Lynch goes, like, seven. Uh, Jacob takes seven damage and Huggy heals seven. <laughs> like, what the Balanced. hell? Balanced is what we call that. <laughs> Do you think they just sat there, like, and were like, yeah, the Asinori sucks now. Do you know what we need? Three AP Huggy. <laughs> yeah, but it's thematic, innit? <laughs> Absolutely. Jesus. So... Based on that alone, he's essentially become a guy who hands out drugs to a guy who's like, "I'm high on, I'm high on this, and you can't kill me." <laughs> it's just the fact that he's casually like willpower nothing, but also look for you. So yeah. it's like, come at me. Well, it's the amount of times I'm playing games, people go, "Oh, what willpower is Lynch?" I go four, and they just completely ignore that. They just go, "I'm going to hit him for his defense." So I just hit him for his willpower. Yeah, please just hit him for that. Um. <laughs> So, unlike Lynch 1, who's shaking hands, Jacob Lynch 2, uh, Dark Bet, is uh, ripping arms off. So, he has Terra Parts, so he's taken that from the Illuminated. So, 1-inch range, stat 6, resisted by defense, with the Sharp and Brilliance trigger built in. So, it's essentially a min 3 beater again. So, he's 3-4-6 uh, with the trigger. And he has the Light Inside trigger built, uh, not built on, sorry, as well. So, Light Inside, gain Brilliance equal to the amount of masks in the jewel. So, you can either... Be a min three beater, or you could be a min two beater with the potential of murdering someone with hard to kill. So just to be clear, they upgraded the totem that is a killing machine to be the master. Yeah, yeah. And they compensated by making the master a killing machine. Yeah, yeah. To balance it out. Yeah, the Vix exist, I suppose. <laughs> with their logo, okay. um, an obeying, the- terrifying totem. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's totally it, fair. It was a three AP yeah, obeying I, terrifying master. I think, I think 12, 12 wounds slow. makes complete sense. You know, all other dual masters, they're all 12 wounds. So, yeah. So, obviously, he's just an attack action finch. He has nothing else apart from his big bag of wounds, defensive tech, um, and in three attack. You yeah. think that? You think that? Okay, so I'll start with the one that doesn't really get used that much. So, Dragged into the dark, stats uh, stat five. So he's actually got no sixes anymore now. He's a little bit worse for wear. Drugs stat are bad, five. kids. Drugs are bad. Or good, depending on what mindset you're in. Um, TN, <laughs> you need a TN of 10, so you need a five for this to go down. Target a friendly hunger in darkness or a model with three or more brilliance. Place the Titan to base contact with this model. That is not resistible. That can apply to enemy models as well. Mm-hmm. So. So if you've got an enemy model that you really want out of position, or let's say, I don't know, it's a model that will get healed if you hit it, just pull it over your shoulder. They can't resist it. So, eh. <laughs> and this doesn't get used, this action. Basically, <laughs> it gets used turn one when I really want to uh, pull Huggy six inches or eight inches up the board, depending on what mine is. <laughs> um, his bonus action is feed the darkness so six inch aura instead of a pulse needs a five to go off has nothing inbuilt uh, until the end phase models that end their activation within range must pass a tn12 willpower jewel or gain a brilliance token friendly models may choose to fail this that's ironically the lowest willpower jewel you're forcing on people yeah. 
but it's it's essentially just like it's really good into guard the stash. So you're like, oh, I'm guarding now, nah, mate. You're getting the drug off. You go two inches over there, please. <laughs> or things on. like that. Um, it does have the inner glow trigger as well, which is taken from Lynch one, which is friendly models within range getting a brilliance and a heal one. Um, because it's an aura, it can heal Lynch, which is nice. Uh, not that he hasn't got enough healing on himself anyway. But yeah, he's, he's generally a little bit of a nuisance with that. So he, he can pop that, then choose to fail his own jewel and push himself another two inches off the yes, pretty much delirium, yeah. can't he? Yeah. Jesus. And yeah. because delirium... This is fine. It's absolutely balanced. Um, the game changer, the ga- the ability that makes my opponents literally rage quit. Um, so Lumen Eclipse needs a six Screw this ability. Off. Needs a six Screw to go. This six to <laughs> Thankfully, it's once per turn. If I could do this three times a turn, I would. Um, remove up to three brilliance tokens from this model. For each brilliance token removed, choose a friendly honeypot model within six to heal two and gain a brilliance. Oh, just why? There is nothing stopping you putting three brilliance tokens on one model. Yeah. Until they are out of it, obviously. Um, but yeah, the idea of just going, oh, Gwyneth's taken a bit of a punch, and cool, she can heal six. Yeah. It's just a battery now, isn't he, Lynch? Yeah. He's just a drug battery. <laughs> no, he's, he's a, a meth lab. No, he's a <laughs> min three damage battery. <laughs> yeah. Three healing six damage battery. <laughs> yes. They can teleport Huggy around. Yep. All the enemy. And, and push everyone in his crew around whenever they just do anything. Yep. Perfectly so, fine and balanced. To be honest, Finch, like... You were already a very good Jacob Lynch player, but when this got announced and you saw the card... At first, what? I really didn't like it. Was it, <laughs> I, was it when you put him on the table and you were like, oh, Jesus? I, I played against um, Oz from Rampage Games for my first one, and he literally just went, oh, okay, well, this is your first time with Jacob Lynch too, so I'll play something wacky. I was like, okay, cool. And literally, <laughs> when, when you go, oh, no, I've got two, three AP, essentially min three beaters in your face that you can't shift. And I was like, oh, this is actually quite good. <laughs> I was like, but um, yeah, he is a little bit questionable at best. I'll even admit that he's a little bit silly. The thing is, though, he's far down the list of Arata stuff at this stage. Yeah. Like, at time of recording, he's not going to get touched for like two years, is he? I mean, it's going to be lush. much worse things out there. It's going to be lush for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't, well, don't worry. He's only 11 costs, though. So if you want to uh, play American meta, he's relatively cheap. <laughs> <laughs> So what's what's the answer? Is it kill him or kill Huggy? Do you drain the health from him by killing Huggy or do you go straight for him? Because I think, did we play the game in Bronze Go with Karis and I went for him? Yeah. But obviously we've done another game which will be up on the channel and obviously went for Huggy as well. And I still don't know which is the correct choice. Um, personally, the way I see people killing Lynch is just kill Huggy twice. Yeah, drain all the health. Literally just kill Huggy twice. I know it's not the easiest thing to do. Just kill Huggy twice. Um, I killed Huggy, then Lynch yep. last time. That yeah. was the way to do it. Um, but yeah, the amount of times that like people will just go, oh, he's on, he's on like 2 HP because I've killed Huggy and he's healed like 10 for some unknown reason. <laughs> and um, Lynch is walking around with 2 HP. Uh, this is another target for Silent Protector to go on, by the way. So yeah. giving Lynch hard to kill is almost stand mandatory 12 wounds hard to kill yeah. luck thief yep it's the luck thief i forget about and then i see it go oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. another luck thief another. um but yeah it's, it is 
he's not the easiest to take out. But if you can take him out, fair play. He's willpower four. If you just hit him with willpower attacks, he'll fall over eventually. Um, Do you think the but, reason like Weird have had to change their designer is because the last guy's whiteboard just went on too many walls of like all the tweaks they're going to need to make, and he just yeah. kind of passed out? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <sighs> it's good though. It's good stuff. It's perfectly fine and balanced. Oh, it's great. No, no, to be fair, he is fun as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you add all those other auras, oh my god. <laughs> well, it gives you two delirium. So if you give out brilliance in an activation, one after the other based on different actions, because it's literally at, it's this model. So if you have yeah. Tannen near him as well, you just go, cool, I'll pulse brilliance off Feed the Darkness. Lynch can push two off Tannen's aura. It, it's misery, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's, that's what Tannen's was. It's basically misery by another name. Yeah. But then you've got um, Lynch's, uh, at the end of his activation, gain a brilliance call. I'll push another two. It's 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 a little bit like he becomes movement eight. Yeah. <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> completely balanced drugged man. I can't see any flaws. Completely fair and balanced. It's okay, because in the box that he comes with, which is uh, with rider horse levy, master of ponies. Yep. He, he comes with a model that is, uh, what, universally reviled by Lynch players? <laughs> um, it's okay. Like, I, he's I, had I, a lot of hate online lately. I mean, he's great with the ponies. Yeah. Um, We're talking yeah. about the, the Enforcer Soul Battery for Four Soul Stones, who, who gives the Malifaux child run for his money. Yeah. Um, I, I really wanted to like him. I, I generally really... like. I saw him, I was like, oh, that would actually work with Lynch 1, because it gives a little bit of healing that Lynch doesn't have. Um, but yeah, so... Stat five, uh, defense five, willpower three, movement five, size two. So punching for willpower, you'll fall over. Uh, five health with hard to kill. Uh, has entropy, which he steals from Levy. Uh, has excess power, which I think is just himself. So when this yeah. model activates for any models within three, heal one. And uh, empower, which he steals from arcanists for some reason. Um, friendly models within five that spend one or more soul stones during a duel receive a plus flip to it. So. It's okay. It's hilarious with Levy. Oh yeah, with Levy. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, I, I really want to like the Soul Barry because A, it's a cool looking model. Oh, it's an absolute nightmare to put together though. Yeah, uh, with all the magic wispy tendrils yeah. that Malifaux Burns is obsessed with. But generally it's like, yeah, I can't seem to point it. It's like, I'm more likely to take it out of keyword with Outcasts, which is really bad of me to say. Um, but yeah, so either way he's all right. Has Desperation as a tactical action. So, friendly, amalgam, honeypot, horseman, model only, range 8. Till the end phase, when the, when the target cheats fate, it may suffer a point of damage to cheat fate at the top of its fate deck. So, yeah. that's the Malifaux Burns leaking through in it. Um, in regards of the other one, he takes the final sacrifice from the outcast sides of it. as a bonus action, so this model may either draw two cards or add two stones to his pool, then die. At least he has another bonus action. It's either Ronin, where you have to bolt once in criminal to them to get a yeah. decent bonus. Oh no, I don't want to kill these models just yet. His, his attack actions are okay. Look to the end is the signature. So, 8-inch uh, range, 5 of a masks, you need a 7, resist by willpower. Tark suffers a damage uh, with the change fate, which is what Levy has, which is uh, enemy enemy only, a friendly horseman within 3 gains a fate token, or embrace the devourer off uh, the other mask, which is tied against 2 brilliance. 2 brilliance is nice. You, you basically do it, you, you hit kitty and huggy with it you just yeah. go cool you can have zero damage have two brilliance yeah and then ping loads of stuff yeah 
Um, and you've got energy drain as well, which I think you're more like to hit your own guys with because it's not really that much of an issue. Um, one inch range, stat four, resist by willpower. Uh, tight gains distracted plus one. This model heals. Uh, yeah. One, sorry. So, yeah. So, what is it about it that makes the soul battery not fit? I just... <laughs> I'd rather take a depleted. Like, yeah, I'd, I think that's I'd, the answer, isn't it? I'd, I'd <laughs> rather take a depleted. It's like, yeah, having like plus flips on stoning is cool and all. It's like, oh yeah, I'll stone damage, I've got a plus flip so I can choose. That's cool. Um, but in regards to it, I'd rather just have something that can move 13 and really... Explode uh, heroin explode. on people. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to like the Soul Battery, but it's super difficult regardless of what spot it goes into. Yeah. I think it's just because it's a different colour card. That's the main thing, really. It's just <laughs> yellow in, in amongst all that orange. Looks out of place. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I think. the question is then, with this title box, what is the percentage of Lynch 1 to Lynch 2? 90-10. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of, 90, of Lynch 10, 2. A lot of people say Lynch 1's still a nightmare to play into, which I'm not faulting, but the amount of times it's double master murder machine, you can't go wrong, can you? So, so it's, it's straight upgrade. It's, it's, I'd, I'd say it's a straight upgrade. Obviously, people listening in will disagree because it's me. Because internet. Um, <laughs> internet. But yeah, I generally think Lynch 2 is a lot better than Lynch 1. Chris, what do you think about Lynch 2? Have you been able to get him on the table yet? I've had the one game with him and... It's not so much Lynch 2, because Lynch 2 is great. It's 3AP Huggy. It's 3AP Huggy. It's like, it's dual masters. I've not really played any any crews that have two masters before, like the Vix or anything like that. So having two of them with 3AP each, and the ability to use Soul Stones, and the min 3 beaters, and you can't really kill either of them. Um, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Play a musical jingle, at least it's not Nexus. Um, <laughs> Courtney, any thoughts on... What yeah, I mean, I've, I've been a victim of um, of uh, Lynch 2, and yeah, I mean, AP3, Tongue in Darkness, when your opponent has like seven stones, is not nice. Mm. It's not nice to go into, uh, especially when you, you can't really kill it, because if you kill it, he's basically just going to go back to Jacob Lynch and drink him a bit, and then... And it's move six him. as well, like, it really doesn't care. It's like a Kirio if a Kirio could heal its whole HP every activation. <laughs> yeah, but a Kirio can just get summoned back again instead. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, there is that. There is that. Um, it's, yeah, pretty tasty, I think. It's it's one of those that Lynch, Lynch 1 is very, 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 very good, and you need to play him well. Lynch 2 is even better. And Fucking turned up to 11. Yeah, <laughs> to. played well is just double trouble, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's definitely uh, like I know. Obviously, um, Finch plays Lynch very well, but I know a lot of people were down on Jacob Lynch one before the titles hit. So it's nice to see that uh, Honeypot is back with Lynch two, even if even if he's hitting really hard, he's back with a vengeance. Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice to see that the keyword is is back there. So that takes us then. Finch to versatiles. Now, obviously, we're talking about ten thunders here. Yep. So, entire crew is versatiles nine times out of ten. Mostly. Like, there is a smorgasbord of options. Uh, you know, some people with big guns, some um, people with swords, some people who summon paper. What is your chosen flavor of versatile? 
Um, so I only have three choices, really. I, only as much as, as much as much as people like hate me for it, I hate taking Monaco. I, I generally can't take Monaco right. Yeah. Um, mostly because if you want to take Monaco right, I have to take something that generates scrap markers or shadow markers. That's yeah. already like nineteen, twenty stones gone. Um, my go-to's are essentially Lone Swordsman because he just carries my games. Can't think why. Um, I mean, I can go through his stats or you can live with the PTSD, Tom. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's quite good, the Lone Swordsman. Yeah. He, he has uh, a thing he doesn't have to flip for that kills your model straight away. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, but... It's just like, oh yeah, I'll have a tactical action that just gives me a focus swing. Oh, ace, good work, Lone Swordsman. Um, <laughs> Two, four, five you... with crit strike, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's a four, six, seven, mate, with a double crit. Yeah, yeah it is four, six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Min four damage, be it. Um, I think he's yeah. nowhere near the list of Aratas as well. He's not going to be anywhere near the top of the list. No, he's so he's, good. He's, he's really killable, mate. He's just an eight wound on a model with hard to kill an armor one. That's that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you've got other options and ironically got. still not as questionable as Fuhatsu just based on the Fuhatsu's model we don't use the Fuhatsu model we, we don't use Fuhatsu we use Misguided she's mildly yeah. <laughs> better she's the only Fuhatsu that exists the only Fuhatsu that exists thankfully got an errata because apparently being a henchman was too burst uh, so yeah but and now yeah. it's fair and balanced now it's fair and balanced so, to be honest um, I don't really like using Misguided Oh, for Hatsu, sorry, because willpower free, yeah. like, is like you play into any crew that has any form of attacks, and uh, the misguided will just fall over. I but love for Hatsu. She's good. Like, Severe more... six, hit yourself. Shame about that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that. Um, but there was a game at the nationals where my opponent took for Hatsu, and I just went huggy, have fun, and just unveiled <laughs> and like no God, just. Just went, Huggy obeyed it turn one, obeyed it turn two, and then punched it to death turn three. It's like, what more do you want, really? But It's like, like Toy Story me, but I'm done with you now. <laughs> yeah, literally that. <laughs> um, but Who's yeah, the third pick, then? A Dawn Serpent. Of course. I, I, I I, it's just a schema. It's like it's another nine-stone schema, just in case Kitty's too busy like actually enjoying the middle of the board. The Dawn Serpent can run off, off or... Um, or just so are you not falling into the trap of the old triple samurai list? Uh, no, I'm not playing McCabe, sadly. Um, <laughs> um, but no, the, taking a samurai is cool, but I'd rather just take a lone sword than a dawn serpent more than anything. That seems completely fair. Are there any kind of like left wing, left wing, left field uh, tech picks? <laughs> There's not much left wing in 10 Thunders. Uh, <laughs> um, terracottas occasionally because it's always funny having a second tannin regrow out of the first one that died oh my god yes um, <laughs> now perhaps he's become an enforcer the terracotta can become it yep you, you've got loads of picks like, if I took like the lone swords and a terracotta warrior I feel like people would actually quit the game because <laughs> um, not only have you just killed the first one here comes another one yeah um, and also nefarious pact with lynch isn't bad like it, it generally is quite useful um i want to say the shadow effigy and emissary but i i can't tick boxes with it yeah i know what you mean with that one um 
there is an out of keyword pick, which is absolute filth. Yeah, me, me and Chris probably going to say the exact same thing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I play Lynch purely in keyword because I, a, I don't own any versatiles <laughs> apart from um, Alt for Hatsu, and he's just based to fit with my May Feng crew, so he stays with May Feng. Yep. Um, and B, I just like the fluffiness of the crew. But mm. um, we were on Rage Quit, and we mentioned how. You know, our, our, other, our other podcast that we like to do, me and Courtney. Mm, and uh, we mentioned how we had the UK's number one uh, Lynch player, Finch, coming on. And Pete said, oh, does he do the bullshit um, key and gong technique with Lynch? Well, like, oh, the bullshit key and gong. He's like, yeah, just take a Kabuki warrior in Lynch's crew and throw it in. Yep. Everything within two inches has negative to willpower jewels. Yeah. So, oh, that, that's, that's a very good idea that one Pete that, no, because we're in the UK we don't tend to do things like that <laughs> another min 3 beta that's it. it's nine, nine soul stones out of keywords for a min 3 beta you can't cheat against in melee and gives you a negative to all willpower jewels oh and it's got a law oh and it can move scheme marks around and if you declare any schemes then I'm gaining pass tokens yep. yeah it, it's pretty good is that, is that right, that? I, I don't think I'd ever want to be on the same scale as going, ah, oh, Gwyneth's going to do come play at her table. There's a Kabuki warrior in it as well. You're on double Mate, next. I had the most fun at Nationals just going, the poltergeist is there and Dorian's got a boring conversation. You can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's on that level. Knock it you try it. <laughs> So yeah, we we there's thunder thunders have versatiles. There's plenty of options. Shocking news, I know. Yeah. Um, in terms of schemes and strats, then Finch, like, is there anything now that you think with Lynch too that you just can't just go, yep? Yeah, because you you main this master, don't you? Like, yeah. there's not really anyone else coming to the table. Yeah. Is there um, anything you found? Was it, was it pure Lynch two at nationals, or did um, you say Lynch one for any games? So for my first get first and second game, I went Lynch two, Lynch one. Yeah. And then in the Lynch one game, I got beaten so hard, my own PTSD came back in. So I just Lynch two the rest of the event. <laughs> um, That's why I don't play Lynch one. Ah. The, fact, the fact is, um, the table wasn't ideal. It was corner deployment, and both corner deployments uh, had fences and train tracks on. And we're like, oh, great. Okay. So Every board had fences and train tracks on. So literally, my movement four crew became movement two. Um, so that was kind of awful from my point of view. But yeah, after that, I just played Lynch too. But yeah, in regards to schemes, like I, I generally don't go for things like sabotage or anything or load them up because as much as I like the idea of flexing and saying load them up corpse markers, it's, it's not really going to be ticked for me. No, yeah, especially you're when you're not leaving. Stuff yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like everything else is absolutely valid. Like, <laughs> like assassinate. It's a, a vendetta, assassinate, hidden martyrs, load them up, uh, not load them up, uh, in your face. In your face with Lynch 2 is ridiculously easy because it's Huggy killing them. Um, yeah, because Huggy is your highest cost, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's the leader, so he's just... Does it have to go. be... Does it have to be OG Huggy who gets into the deployment zone? Or uh, resummon no, Huggy? No, the highest cost would be Gwyneth or Kitty. Oh, okay. Oh, you're laughing then, aren't you? Yeah. So yeah. basically, in your face is designed for Lynch, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, catch release is all right if you want to be cheeky with whatever minion you've selected. Um, a beckoner doing it's quite funny, but then once they realise the beckoner's got catch release, the beckoner's probably dead. Yeah. Yeah. You can need one point out of it. Leave your marker super simple. You, yeah. You Kitty, Kitty laughs at leave your marker, but yeah. and uh, like I said, hidden martyrs is an auto clue. 
public demonstration, I don't think you physically can because you don't have seven or less costs unless you deliberately build for it. I think they're a very mm. pricey crew in terms of the soul stones, but it just somehow works out. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, secret me up is super easy with Gwyneth. <laughs> come over here. <laughs> yeah, come over here. <laughs> it's like so, but yeah, it's like generally I don't see any bad picks. Like breakthrough is a bit of a pain in the ass because you have to take a versatile or a kitty to go do it. But uh, yeah, it is generally quite a good pull. Do you find that you're ever missing the summons from Lynch One, or do you find like I just don't care because I have two, three AP masters? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll go with the latter. I've got two, three AP masters. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, is there anything you can give us from Lynch One perspective of schemes and strats that you either like or dislike? Um, I think Lynch One tended to bubble up a lot more than Lynch Two. Lynch Two has kind of separate bubbles now because Huggy and Lynch can go off and do their own thing, whereas Lynch One kind of like to sit back and dictate. So anything that was more kind of hold- abilities as well, haven't you? Yeah, anything that was holding area was more Lynch One, whereas Lynch Two just it's just better all round, really. It's one Lynch one's still probably a great tech pick into certain strats and schemes against oh, certain crews, but yeah. you can't go wrong just taking Lynch two into everything. Yeah. He'll do he'll do fine in everything. Yeah. So Courtney, have you got anything you want to add to this before we go to our next break? No, not really. I think um I think they've both covered pretty much everything that I was gonna say, so yeah. Lovely. So we'll go for a tactical ad. I don't know what Chris is gonna do with these adverts actually. <laughs> I've just reflected on drugs and casinos and <laughs> Um, what we'll do is we'll do some of our favourite memories or miseries from uh, Lynch after the break, and then we'll have a little scoring, and then we'll chat a little bit about National, seeing as we were all there. And uh, we'll see you in a sec. Day mornings on Harley Foe. It's the Leopold and Trunky Show. Yay! Hi kids, it's me, Leopold, and with me as always is my good friend Trunky. <coughs> with me today is Mr. Lynch from the Honeypot Casino and his special friend Huggy. Huggy! And what have you brought for us today? Well, Leopold, I brought some of my brilliant new fragrance honey pot for you to try. Oh, sounds exciting. It is. Huggy loves it, don't you, Huggy? Huggy. Just give it a little sniff. Oh, oh, that's got a unique kick to it. Aye, it's made from the super secret formula right here in Malifaux. Come on, have another sniff. Oh, I'm feeling a little woozy, but uh, in a good way. I suddenly feel like I, I need a hug. Huggy. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. That good deep sniff, my friend. You'll feel really good. Oh, fuck yes. Somebody hug me quick. Huggy. Yes, that's the spot. Yes. Uh, kitties, we're going to be right back in a bit. Uh, I've got a bit of a headache coming up. I need to lie down in a dark room. Huggy. Okay, you can come too, Huggy. <coughs> and you, Tunky, yes. And me, I've got some lovely smelling salts that will sort you right oh, out. Fuck yes, and drink some of that uh, perfume again, please. Uh, we'll see you soon, kids. Bye. Weekday mornings, only on Harlefo. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
and we're back. So, Finch, what what does Lynch not like to come up against? What would, what do people need to take to shut him down? Because there's so much terrifying and willpower duels and horrible stuff in that crew. It just seems like punching underwater, for want of a better term. <laughs> um, so, what you want to take is probably shockwaves, pulses, blasts, yeah. like. If anything that deals with bubbles yeah literally he's a bubble crew through and through regardless of which yeah. version you take so you're just gonna punch him um but yeah if you can like if it's lynch one uh anything that focuses like mad will just murder him flat if it's yeah. lynch two, anything that just punches on straight flips will do you good yeah absolutely what do you fear when you uh when you've uh, got lynch and someone well, comes up against you Willpower jewels. Um, so Pandora. Yeah, literally. Um, stunned ruins the day. Um, stunned ruins everyone's day all the time. Um, except for Lynch one. Except for Lynch one, he's immune to it. Yeah. Um, Long range yeah. attacks, like you mentioned the low martial earlier, that's pretty hefty, isn't it? Just shooting from a mile away. Yes, yeah, like anything that has like a 12 to 14 inch range gun uh, yeah. that has a ruthless. Ophelia 2. Shockingly, Ophelia 2 will rinse. Uh, anything Lynch. in the game. Yeah, oh, anything, yeah. Unless I play it, and, uh... yeah, it depends who's playing. <laughs> 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 it's Wait until that uh, new master—that's a cat—come uh, out for guild, and that will. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. What about burial? Does that bother you much? Um, to be honest, if I play into like crews like Tara and stuff, and they do like the whole like, oh, kidnapped your master, for example. It's like, yeah, you kidnapped him, but you're still a look thief in the void. Yeah, come at me in the void. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, he's never coming out the void, because let's be honest, if I'm flipping a 10. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, it's just like, Burial's not really a massive issue, but I haven't really played a lot against it. Yeah, it's kind of its own unique game that you kind of just play around anyway, don't you? Yeah. Chris, anything for you, you think? Everything Finch said, really. Um, Lynch wants to get people in his bubble like Pandora, really, doesn't he? So anything that kind of ignores that bubble or, or just moves around it, Lynch doesn't really like. I suppose Min 3 Ruthless can be a pain in the neck for eliminating some reinforcers. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that will eliminate most the reducible enforcers. Reducible damage, the usual, usual sort of Oh, yeah. Le- Levy will absolutely ruin Lynch. <laughs> just straight up. <laughs> there's something about the pale rider running into Lynch's bubble and just be like death <laughs> <laughs> uh, Courtney have you got any secret tech that can win games against Finch or Lynch or both so you know the thing is this is just like obviously with Lynch 2 what we've discussed you, you've got to try and you've got to try and take out Lynch I think before taking out Hungering but it, it's kind of a difficult one because you know, the more you ignore him hungry, the more he gets to do what he wants. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a difficult one. Um, obviously, I think they both don't like their AP getting shots so slow. It's probably a pain. Yeah, that can go for any model in the game, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, I think trying to deal with Tannen early and just get him, get him off the board is usually a good play just because you don't want that annoyance in your side. Uh, but yeah, generally speaking, it's... You've just got to try your best to just um, not do what you, what the Lynch player wants you to do uh, and just try and get on with what you want to do. So it's a difficult one, but I think generally speaking, you just have to just 
plates a sort of a little bit of a defensive thing. But if you can get those key models, you can get you know, let's get these sights on Tannen. You can get these sights on um, Lynch too. Uh, then you just have to try and take it and just see where it like, where it takes you. I suppose the other obvious ones, the ones that always come, like anti demise, obviously. Like, oh yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, if it's like hole in the world, just pick up Tannum and chuck him six inches away. But like, good luck walking. Yeah, obviously, like Rezzers, Ten Thunders. I mean, the cheeky archivist now with um, the big Gorm guy. Um, I'm sure that Lynch does not like to see a Rezzer player going up against him because he knows Manos yep. is going to be creeping around with his big lantern. So um, those are probably something that that, that will terrify. Uh, Huggy and Force, more defensive play style, but yeah. So I believe we're on to our scoring stage now. Now we've actually had like um, we've had our scoring tracked recently, and I think we've realised that we tend to the uh, the dickishness scale always seems to sit at four. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to go any lower with this one, though. Really, <laughs> Tannen himself is worth three points. Yeah, exactly. He adds three to whatever score we were getting. Finch, you'll take us on the first three and then we'll score the last one. So, Chris, do you want to go through the categories? Yeah, as always, out of five, we go for learning curviness, how easy it is to get to grips with the crew. So, one being very easy, five being very difficult, or the other way around, whichever we decide when we score it. Uh, Shenanigan the amount of mad tricks, combos, or how straightforward the crew is. So one being it's a very straightforward crew, five being all the shenanigans in the world. Mm. Hiring pooliness, uh, how big the pool of models is that you tend to choose from with the crew. So one is it's quite a fixed list all the time. Five is I take something different every single game and I have all the options in the world. And the last one is dickishness, how much of a dick they are to play against. So one is I love playing against them all the time. It's so good. Five is, oh my God, I fucking hate this. And as always, that's the crew, not the opponent. So Finch, learning curviness, how easy is it to, to get to grips with Lynch? Um, because rig the deck is the mind screw, um, yeah. you, have, you have to learn how to rig. Um, everything after that is pretty straightforward. It's either, it depends if you're going, like, if you're being a pain in the neck or you're being a punchy, um, if you're just going straight for face. So I want to say it's a four. <laughs> How would you have to remember all the auras? Have you got like a little notebook when you're learning? Um, my brain works at like 600 miles an hour, so <laughs> I have to live with that. Um, but when I first started, I actually wrote down like all the card suits I'd need, all the TNs that I'd need to be met, and I just revised it. Um, but yeah, that it sounds is. a lot like my murder notebook that I have. Trying to see if I've got a page for Lynch. I don't know. Probably if I have. Do. <laughs> oh, I have. Yeah, it's called Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's two pages there. Yeah, cool. But yeah, it is, it is not easy to pick up. But once you've picked it up, it's like breathing. Essentially, as long as you've got your activation order in order, you're laughing. How about the shenanigan in us then? How many how how many tricks has he got? Is he very unpredictable to play against? Or do you know um, what you're getting with Lynch? I feel like you get what you you get you know what you're getting, but yeah. at the same time you're gonna swear at your opponent. It's um, a hard little surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, it's, it's just the fact when you just sit there and go, Oh, cool, well I end my activation. Well, did you know you have to take a TN twelve well power jewel or get yeah. what, punched or moved and it is little things like that it's just it is a pain in the neck to play into because obviously it's considered the slowest crew in the game at the moment or one of them and it's just deceptively fast so yeah i'd say four again for how much you can pull 
There's all the obeys and the movement tricks as well, really, that can really throw people off guard. Like you say, when you ping that brilliance, all of a sudden something's pushed two inches, that can make a massive difference to a strategy. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you um, when you played Lynch 2 into any crew and people seem to forget he's a men-free beater. <laughs> <laughs> or they won't forget that now. No, they won't forget that now. No, I'll keep reminding people that. <laughs> men-free beater, baby, coming in yeah. your face. Uh, how about the hiring pool in this? How, how big of a pool of models do you take with you when you're playing Lynch or do you have a very limited amount of models you tend to put in the box? Um, I have... I have- Everything in the box that I'd need if I was playing the summoner variant, but yeah, in regards to it, I'd say two. Um, I deviate from Lynch like builds very loosely, like I'll, yeah. I'll swap a versatile. That's pretty much my job. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I very rarely deviate from the original list. Yeah, fair dues. I don't think he needs to. That's the great thing about him. It's one of those that you can just stick with the keyword and do perfectly fine with. Yeah. But then you've got all those Thunder Versatiles that just sit in there ready for you if you need them. Yep. Uh, and lastly, we'll, we'll ask Courtney and Tom to score this one because uh, I've not played against him too much. And I've played with him quite a bit. So dickishness, Courtney, how much of a dick is Lynch? Well, six AP. A wall of auras that fuck you over. Tannin. <laughs> It's going to be a five out of five for me, Chris. <laughs> okay, <laughs> understandable, understandable. Um, Tom, what's it like looking at yourself in the mirror? Because <laughs> there's two of us, I'd like to up that to ten out of five now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll combine the scores because that's how that works. He is absolutely designed to be a dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's his play style. It's... That's exactly what he does, and he's fabulous at it. But it's yeah. it's, it's it's a ten out of five. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And again, it's it's testament to the player. I think like when you play against Finch's Lynch, um, you, you do enjoy the game, it, but you, it could be a fucking horrible time. Yeah, like Finch is going to attack you rather than someone who's like, I'm just going to sit on the halfway line and just we're going to play this for five turns. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that sums it up. So, uh, Finch, give us a, a little final pitch as to why people should play Lynch. Um, generally, if you like playing Magic the Gathering while playing uh, Toy Soldiers <laughs> at the same time, this is probably the mode for you. Um, but yeah, generally, from like a law perspective, you like playing gamblers, play gamblers. They're, they're, they're great fun to play with. Yeah. Uh, from a game top point of view, it's just there's so much going on that if you're the proper person who likes set battle plans and you're playing against a Lynch player, you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, play it for the denial aspect, but also play it for the hilarity of a, a load of drugged-up gamblers slapping people for free damage, and you're going to have a great time. That seems fair. Yeah, perfect. So I suppose we better talk about our our adventures. We went to a little tournament, didn't we, this weekend? We some did. Of us did uh, well, some of us did not so well. <laughs> One of us with a blood feud. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the end but uh how did you get on tom so we went to the malifaux nationals let's get the caveats out of the way it was yeah. a lovely weekend um really the UK's well biggest malifaux tournament 100 players yeah, amazing uh, foreign representation as well like i had two games against like spanish guys i think i had someone else who was from like the czech republic or something like that like yeah, it was really well polish contingency came over as well it was it was huge um really well run everything was on time in order boards we joke about it the boards were oversaturated as hell but like they were they were definitely malifaux boards they were really it was nice to actually see a lot there was no no shooting galleries on any board 
boards. No, there's no big open spaces. There's one board um, that Griff played on that wouldn't like best board, and I'm sure there's photos somewhere. It was amazing. You'll have seen a picture of, of what my Aramantian board did on that board, which was basically run fucking laps of the entire thing. <laughs> he loved it, absolutely loved it. Yeah, I just let him off the leash. So it's seven games of Malifaux in two days. That comes with its own fatigue. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was good. It was it was interesting to see. I, I've spoken so many times on the podcast about like organised play events, but it's always interesting to see where you fall in the acid test. Um, I think there was like what originally signed up 102 players. I think we ended up on the second day with 90 after a few dropouts because people were poorly and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really good. I think it's it's definitely ticked the box for the year of the let's go to an event. <laughs> I'm done for the year now. <laughs> yeah, social, my social uh, social meter is full, um, but I'm very lucky. The next one's going to be our little Harlefo Invitational, which is like what 16 of us or something like that. If that, yeah, I think we're all playing fun masters. Um, yeah, it's so, not ranked it's on long shanks it's not even on bag of tools it's just an excuse for us to get together and have some games with each other in the new year isn't it? but yeah it was good it was really good lots of good opponents um i in no way caused quote youtube controversy or you know by mentioning things are stupid uh, <laughs> do you know what the irony is on the internet like the people who come and reply to you don't follow you so they're clearly seeking you out and it's like such strong small pp energy like of like <laughs> but this isn't how my games work it's like f off like this is not what i'm saying um, <laughs> no, the that, all a good time yeah the nationals was won by radek who's a fantastic human being and player he's, he's yeah absolutely machine isn't he he's just an absolute machine um we were very lucky many of our harlefo community did well we we count finch as our extended community he's like the yeah he's not even the feeder club because he's better than we are he's, he's the aspiration <laughs> club <laughs> um, you know alex drake david cameron all those like they, they had very 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 good results um i think the most important result of all of them though is chris's so do you want to um I'll, I'll i'll do the lead up to it and then courtney can say uh, where it went from there so court me and courtney joked from the start that we were going to meet up game five because we're always of a similar level uh, and we always tend to circle each other and it was kind of running that way because day one i think i drew my first game and then lost the next three um did you lose all of yours I day one yeah i got battered. i didn't get battered by a lot like one or two points yeah but, um, Man, the same um, all pretty close. Um, we, we, we both decided to solo a master, so you did Ulix 2. Yeah. Uh, I did Ophelia 2. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't think was a wise decision. And then I was speaking to Pete yesterday because we did the, the bridge quite wide. I don't know if we mentioned that. Our other podcast, yeah. <laughs> Our other podcast. Um, and, he was, and he was like, oh, yeah, if I, if I was going to solo a master, it would probably be Kin or, or Trixie. And I was just, my, my, my penis went into my body. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess it's just me being bad. Not that the keyword can be played in. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for that, Pete. Um, I mean, so yeah, no one is going to say Ophelia 2 is bad at the moment but anyway yeah, not, yeah. Got, lost the games but not by much so day one I was on one draw Courtney was on nothing so coming to day two start of day two we had a lovely guy called Mike come and introduce himself to us right at the start um, said Mike. how he'd, he'd watched the YouTube channel and how it encouraged him to play Wong and he'd got Wong and was like really excited to use him so then I ended up coming up against Mike game one and Mike was playing Pandora two. Uh, and I'm very experienced against Pandora two. Thank you, Tom. Uh, <laughs> and Mike wasn't that experienced with Pandora two, to be fair. So I ended up beating Mike to get my first win. So then 
next game, I think you did you draw that game, Courtney? I did mention I nearly won. Yeah. If it was down to a mask, if I'd got a mask for Sly's uh, false claim, I could have jumped the barrier. Basically, I was in sort of like walled graveyard. Yeah. Uh, I could have jumped that and again, I got breakthrough, but I just couldn't get it. I tried, I couldn't get the mask. It it's one of them heart of the cards. So, uh, yeah. next game, I got my ass kicked because I got a win, as rightly so. Well, I lost by one. It was a fun one. Uh, and Courtney ended up against Mike as well, Pandora 2. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, obviously, again, I. You know, I know how to play Pandora 2. We did the reveal video, so I knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. And Paul, Paul, mate, he hasn't, he doesn't get a lot of games in. No, um, and it was the ringer for the event, wasn't he? he jumped yeah. in because of people who'd gone over. So he was, he played a bit too defensive and was sort of was hiding behind buildings. And I was just like, well, I've got cleanup duty. Nick knows last night. And basically, the entire crew was just firing glass over the over the uh, a wall. <laughs> and just yeah, it wasn't it wasn't pretty and. Uh, I think Pandora 2 got kidnapped at one point and just, <laughs> yeah it was I, I, I did feel bad for him but um, you know hopefully he can get some more games in and get a bit more yeah uh, with the crew. definitely so after six games each we were both on one win one draw four losses and the exact same difference weren't we Courtney <laughs> we were we so, were which meant it was me versus you for game six. So what were your yeah. expectations going into the game? So, so let me just let me just come over <laughs> here right now. Me, just everybody, sit, everybody sit down and just listen to old Uncle Courtney now. Because Uncle Courtney has been battered and bruised up at this point. He's, he's finally got a win. He's on a high, right? He's now playing one of the one of his favourite opponents, Chris. He, there's nothing to play for. We're both shit, right? <laughs> this is this is a great scenario. We're just gonna have some. We're both knackered. We want to go home. We've got one game. It's getting each other. We're just gonna have a fun game. That's what I thought we was getting to. So I was like, yeah, you know, have a bit of have a bit of bants and stuff. Buy like me that. a cup of tea to begin with. Buy me a cup of tea. You know, let's have a nice. Great game. What about you, Chris? What did you come into the game thinking of? I came to fucking destroy you, mate. Yeah, yeah. So there's me, there's me, dumb bollocks, thinking, oh, we're gonna have a nice fucking game here, and there's this prick going, oh, I'm gonna fucking destroy him. He's had six opponents that he could get his aggression out of. He decides, oh no, I'm gonna fuck that guy. That that's my good friend. <laughs> So that's what I had to deal with. I had to deal with this shit. So what happened, Chris? How did, why, how did this game go? This is so how I pitched got during the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you started off nicely, unpacked your crew slightly, brought Bo Peep forward. Uh, I proceeded. Yeah, it was a pushy, it was a pushy what, one strategy. One yeah, two, pushy, pulley, push the whatever it is markers um so i i moved ulix up shot bo peep two or three times took her down to about two wounds with three burning 12 so- inch bow 12 inch bow what the fuck is he firing is he got a fucking longbow or something 12 fucking they're the same size of your fucking guns carry on chris so then uh, you kind of saw your ass a little bit so you thought i'd better move this marker so you you teleported meris flew over some train pushed the marker a little bit so then I thought, fuck this, and uh, launched Gracie into Marius and managed to one-shot her with a red joker. Then <laughs> pushed your marker back over the halfway point again so you couldn't yeah. get it. No, no, I, I, yeah. So basically, just lost one of my points. 
because I can't go back and push this now. It was just based on her own, the poor little lass. She ain't even fucking hurt the fly in the game. She was just pushing and pushing it, and now she's dead under a pig's under a pig's hunch. It went downhill from there. He starts, he gets his little stupid piglets, who's got reckless for some fucking reason, <laughs> and not insignificant. So they're pushing. I don't know how they're pushing these tokens, but they're pushing them. Then he's pushing my other token back into my deployment. So I've got nothing at this point. It, it ended up, poor Ophelia hasn't done nothing to no person. She's surrounded by four 50mm pigs circling her like she's some fucking prey. <laughs> she doesn't know what to fucking look. I've got, I've got, and pushing through my models, oh, two fucking damage are on fire. Two damage! What the fuck is that? Oh, oh, I'm in base contact now. I'm going to take a damage, you take another damage. I'm like, oh, great. That great interaction, that one, Chris. Thanks for that. Everything's on fucking fire. It was a fucking disaster. <laughs> I, 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 I've never seen that I've known Chris for four years. Four years. <laughs> I have never seen that level of aggression in his eyes. I don't know who this man is anymore. I don't know. The, I just thought he, the adverts. I just thought, oh, you know, he's a bit, he's a bit weird. He's, he's a bit crazy because he could do this for that. No, he's a psychopath. <laughs> he's a psychopath. He will. He ran me fucking down like a dog in the street. <laughs> that game. Because I mean, why, Chris? Why did you run me down? Why? What were you after? I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. You fucking just fight with all you. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you had a fucking laugh. And then, guess what, listeners? Guess what this poor lad has to put up with? I've got three fucking hours. I've got fucking dickhead one next to me taking the, taking the piss. I've got Chris dickhead two in the back fucking laughing at me. I've got that for three hours, constantly taking the piss and laughing at me. And then, and then the Tom... Because he's a lovely gent, you know, a lovely fucking guy. He goes into the he goes into the petrol station, gets his petrol guns and says, Here you go, mate, I thought you might need this. So a fucking bottle of pseudocreme for my ass. <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, you fucking laugh. You laugh at my fucking pain. I have I have never ever seen that level of aggression before. I thought I was I thought Chris was my friend but there's no friendship there there's no fucking friendship you don't do that to him, you don't run them fucking down so yeah, that's that's how my, my biggest difference I, out of the tournament I lost, it was at least like one or two, fucking Chris it was 8-3, that was my biggest difference this fucking baby act but yeah. felt bad on the last turn, so I'll just let him get the marker over the half. He allowed me to score the strat on the last turn. Oh, graced, graceful. So, so you know the- what? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Tom, as well. And you know what, Finch? Just for a minute, measure, you can fuck up as well. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, what position did you finish in? So, so I uh, finished in the position I aimed for, which was 69th. Yeah, so. on my fucking cops. <laughs> Sacrifice one friendship for that. Uh, I, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, I bet you fucking would. I bet you fucking would, you snake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Finch, you had a pretty good time as well, mate. Best Thunder, best Lynch yeah. player. Yeah. Top 10. Yeah, top 10, literally number 10. So Number 10, mate, fucking very good. 
There we go. Yeah. Any standout yeah. moments? Did you destroy any friendships in the process? Yeah. Um, did you have to fucking bury somebody on your way past her, I think? <laughs> no, but, no, but two of my games did get to the point where turn three, my opponent just went, I quit, have your eight. To which I was like... <laughs> <laughs> that probably helps. Like, yeah. I, I, I did sit there and go, I, I hate just having opponents quit on me because it makes it feel like I've done something wrong. So um, when they you go... What's the dictionary score again? Uh, yeah, <laughs> ten. Yeah, ten of them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the fact is I sat there and I just went, oh, come on now. It's only turn three. So like, no, 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 have you eight? I was like, okay then. But yeah, so apart from that, I had a really good time. Like, yeah, Jan got to uh, vent his frustrations at me by literally tabling me in the second game, which is always a, always an experience. Yeah, but he fucking plays Mayfeng in Arcanist. Yeah, he does, does that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Shifty eyes. You uh, know what? And that, that fucking still can't, hasn't, um, Fucking put strings on these balls, has it? I know. Still hasn't done it. So exactly. like, you can paint a model. You can paint a model beautifully, but you can't go. You can't go and put some string on some balls. It's disgusting. Don't even Alex does there, that. Right? Yeah, Alex, even Alex has done it. Even yeah. and, he dre- and he dresses up as a gra- gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> that was the highest dollar for a Best dressed. <laughs> So um, any any major lessons learned? I know all three of us messed up results on the first day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I miscounted a point in my last game and it should have been a draw, but thank God it wasn't because I had a really nice game start to game of day two. Yeah. Uh, one eye on Chris at all times. That's, that's my... That's, <laughs> if, if, his, if his eyes start twitching, be afraid. That's what I'm worried about now. He, he, you know what? So, by you wise, right, by you wise, sorry, I, I know I'm ranting, but you know what, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not bitter, but I'm just going to get this out of the way. By you wise, I've been disallowed from going Mar and Ulix, right? And in the, part, in the past, I've been thinking, you know what, I'll probably get them at some point, Chris won't be mad. Although, I'm not doing it now, not with that, he's just, he's just shown his dominance on me, he's, just, he's on top, of, I'm not going nowhere near those bastards now. He's imprinted you, mate. He's imprinted me. I've got, I've got no, no chance of I going those, near those two. So yeah, so yeah, well done Chris, you know, perfect that. That's all right, mate. I think the one major takeaway that we've came from all of this experience is that Pseudocrem just doesn't work, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the real victory is the friends we made along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 To be honest, like, mistake-wise, so I, I feel you... So, yeah, so I really, I really, I really like Ophelia. Uh, I really feel it's keyword in Fury 2. Um, I just got a lot to learn still. Um, I really... I, I was making a couple of mistakes where I was using uh, I was I played a couple of games without Rami where I was basically using Rami as the I had like a fixed list and Rami was the sort of uh, the pick the change the pick where, yeah. yeah the flex yeah um, where I shouldn't have because Rami I, every time I didn't have Rami it was I just felt like I didn't have enough damage um, where Mary should have been more the flex so I've learned that now. Um, but I just the thing with Ophelia too is I really love the key. I love how much versatility it is with the upgrades and stuff like that. But it's a lot. It's a lot to keep track of. What upgrades should need to be where, what you can do in a turn and stuff like that. So um, a mass a massive amount to learn with that. But you know what? It is what it is. 
you don't always get the wins, but I had a really good time outside of the sick game, which destroyed me mentally, physically, and every, everything, um, and made me just not a trusting person anymore. Um, but, you know, generally speaking, um, I definitely need to get some more reps. Stop laughing at me. Fucking laugh at me, you. Um, generally speaking, I just need to get uh, get more, more practice and stuff like that. But hopefully, you know, if we, if we go to another time next time I won't solo a master because I tell you what that was a lot um, about the time six was just like I need something different this is my brain melting now I don't know how you um, how you do it Finch because um, soloing one master for se- seven games is, it was just too much for me oh, so um, props to you pal I had the inverse issue though like I went four and one with Pandora and both Nekima games got absolutely smashed and it was like I do not know this master well enough yeah. yeah, like it was just like nowhere near the same level. I, I had so much fun with Ulix too. I enjoyed every game with him, especially the last one. Yeah, um, I think the the lessons I learned was it's the precision. Really, like a couple of games cost me points because I, I was just literally like, yeah, I'll just walk up and place this scheme marker, and I didn't think about where I replaced it, so the opponent could just walk and remove it. Whereas if if I'd have gone like an inch to the left and placed it slightly further away, I would have got the point and I would have won or at least drawn the game. And it's the little things like that that make the difference. Yeah, I, stuff like it, the other thing as well is like with tournaments. I don't know if you guys agree with this, but it's weird because it's a weird game. You tournament wise for me. It was a weird game of Malfoy because you don't. I didn't get to five turns with with any against the solid. The last one, um, forty five minutes left in the last one, mate. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Chris. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, outside of that, it went. So it's basically like you need to get your strats. Uh, sorry, your schemes done. Yeah, you need to get them all ready and prepped. You need to score on quick, which is something you have had to pick up doing tournaments. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that one, but like when you don't know when you're going to finish, it's just sometimes you just need to get stuff done. Yeah. yeah. 100% on that. It's worth us doing a general shout out to James, who did stupidly well, Moine. Um, yeah, considering under- he's all, yeah. I'm new to the game, I've not played much, and then ruffle stomped everybody. Did better than any of us. <laughs> Except uh, Finch. Obviously, Jan's already been mentioned. Jan repped his Arcanist. We also had Rue, who was maining Anya. And unfortunately, got Paulie in the second day, but was like, yeah. Anya mirror match game one. And that was just like, death. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah, I had, one point, one game I had is I, I think I played the guy that played Ruth, uh, game two. And it was Anya one. And I was like, right, okay, well, uh, I know exactly what you're going to try and do, pal. So uh, it was basically a who can stun who first match off, <laughs> which I won each time. And I'm just like, no, Anya, no triggers for you this time. Sorry, doll. Screw your price of progress. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, so, it's worth saying as well, like, it was uh, very, very lovely to meet people who had either listened to the podcast or watched the YouTube channel. It was very, so many people came up very to nice to have people. It was so humbling and lovely every time someone did. You know, I didn't get anybody people going, I really like the Alpha podcast, but can you not be on it as much, Courtney? Because I hate you. I didn't get any of that. Everybody was just so like gracious. So it, it was one way. I'm really glad that people um, enjoy the podcast. It's weird, you know, because um, obviously the channel hit uh, 10K uh, the other day as well. It's really weird for to think that that many people just enjoy the concept we put out and it's nice so you know thanks very much for listening stuff like Freaking that and thanks for the people well, that approached us <laughs> and we're going to get Courtney's rant and transcript that onto a t-shirt which should be available for Christmas <laughs> <laughs> 
and I'll sign every single one. <laughs> Except mine. Except for yours. I'll just shit on yours. <laughs> and I'll be selling that on eBay. <laughs> so, uh, Finch, have you got any last bit, seeing as you were by far and away the highest place out the four of us? Have you got any yeah. reflections on the event itself? I, I generally just really enjoyed it. Like, I've, I'll... Yeah. I, I go to have a laugh. If I win games, I win games. If I lose games, I make memes. Like, it, it's, it's nothing too... Not dry. so many memes made that weekend, then. Oh, mate. I only made, like, the five, because <laughs> if I made any more, they would have teetered on, oh, this is bullying. Uh, so <laughs> so I, was, um, I, was, I was trying to be best behaviour on that one. But, yeah, I just had a great time. Like, generally enjoyed myself. Yeah. Would go again. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, I think... <sighs> Right now, I'm like, I probably will do nationals again, just because not because it was it wasn't wrong, but it was lovely, great, and the swag we got was brilliant. Just don't but want like, to be my Chris again. Small games, well, that well, we'll, we'll keep my eye on him. For the future. <laughs> but um, four games in a day is just way too much for me, man. I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> it's, I did game four. I was just like, I was just a zombie. And then just trying to get through my uh, activations. So we'll see. Uh, maybe maybe I'll feel better once, you know, when the months go down the line, maybe the pain will soften. But, like, it was just a bit too much for me. <laughs> so we'll have to add a new segment of the podcast where we check how much butthurt Courtney still has residually. <laughs> oh, it, it will be high for a while. <laughs> well, don't you worry, Chris. Don't you absolutely worry because I'm coming back. A I'm coming back. I'm going to whack back. So you just keep, you just watch yourself, lad. You just watch yourself because one day I'm going to be there and then I'm going to, you're going to be like, oh, we're going to have an ice game. Tess. And I'll be like, bitch, you're mine. And I'm just going to fucking wipe you off the board. So you be ready for that, motherfucker. You be fucking, you be waiting and watching your fucking shoulder because I'm coming. Anyway, that's enough for that. <laughs> that's enough for threats over the internet. What's the uh, fourth stage of grief again? <laughs> There is no acceptance, Tom. There is no fucking acceptance. Just Just just, uh, unadulterated revenge. (laughs) (laughs) That takes into everything. Has anyone got anything they want to plug while they're here? Nah. We've already mentioned that the the channel hit 10k. That's well done, Tom. Cheers, I'll take all the credit myself, yeah, shall I? Just you, yeah. Tom. Well done, Tom. And the, well done, and the Tom. guests you have on occasion. I mean, to be honest, like, like I said before, you know, I t- you were petering on, what, 5K, and then I turned up and got you another five. So you're welcome, Tom, actually, what I should be saying. I mean, I'll just pull yeah. up the analytics and prove you wrong. But, yeah. <laughs> Not what Google says, mate. Google says I, I'm the big star, so I'll I mean, take it. I'll okay. just delete those uh, 9,999 accounts I made then. That's- <laughs> yeah, the bot accounts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one evil thing, it is is that a Tom put up it was like nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. Oh, we're there, and I unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, someone's just unsubscribed. <laughs> this, uh, this shows the difference between Chris and Courtney and why he deserves everything. Chris's response was, "I'll just get the missus to subscribe." Courtney's response was, "I'll unsubscribe to mess with you." <laughs> <laughs> I did resub though. I did resub after. So, <laughs> so, if you're wondering why Courtney hasn't been on the channel for a while, I think he's answered his own question there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's, there's not really much he's going to be on in the near future. So. <laughs> yeah, but look, the, the people of the court will be screaming out for me. That's right. We've just it. waited for your valley to go at the lowest before we sold you the rage quick, guys. So now we yeah, can... that's fine. Mm. That's absolutely fine. I'll be. I'm a hot commodity. All the all the friends will be coming with me. Don't you worry, mate. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, there, there are some Malifaux back reps coming to the channel soon, aren't they? Starting off with the lovely Finch. 
Yep. Playing is is was it Lynch one or Lynch two you played? Uh, is that a Lynch question Lynch I need to ask? It's not even Lynch two. Lynch two into uh, who is Karis it this one. season? You've got Keris. It was me with my like little lovely like pre Malifaux Burns Keris crew with seven models and Lynch is like Burns. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we've got Lynch. It was a hell of a up. game. Hell of a game. Um, really I played Mei Feng for one game. Yeah, you usually hey. nightmare crew because we've been desperate to get her on camera. Exactly. But gumdrop. Courtney played uh Affiliate two. two into it as well. So those games should all be coming up over the next few months, really. So it's nice to have some more Malifaux back on the channel. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, but there's also gonna be the other ones as well. Moonstone, Batman, MCP, whatever yeah, else we recorded nice in the last six months. Yes, it's nice thing about nationals. We've got other games we can play now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's, it's the one thing our little community is really good at that when we go to a big event, we're like, we can just shelve this for a while. <laughs> yeah, have a little breather from it. But yeah. I'm not as tired of Malifaux as I thought. I thought I'd be completely fatigued, hey. but literally two days later, we had another game of Malifaux. <laughs> yeah, same, same. So I think that'll bring us to the close. So a massive thank you to Finch for coming on. No. I'm sure it will not be the last time that we hear. Thank you, Finch. No, <laughs> I mean it will, be, it will be the last time because we've already done a, a Hamlin episode. I was going to say, yeah, so, and he's, he's banned. So, he's banned. After so Hamlin. basically, we'll get two, two, three years. He might have picked up another master by then. So <laughs> um, see you then, Finch. No, thanks, for, thanks for taking part. <laughs> awesome, fine. We'll see you when you pick up a Sami. Christ, next you watch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a massive thank you we'll do them in order of their rankings so Chris followed <laughs> by, you're very uh, very welcome the other one um, and the Colin, other one yeah. the fucking other one but he's imprinted can you also just say as well that my rankings on there and I've got two rankings now Courtney spelled right and then Courtney spelled completely <laughs> wrong so now I'm just there's just two of me popping around in the UK rankings <laughs> I hit him so hard he split him so <laughs> yeah he calls my toasters <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> right, we'll see you on the next one, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Well, thank you for listening to the Harlefoe Show. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, drop us a tweet on the Twitter at Harlefoe Show. Also, you can chuck us some money on Patreon at TNG Productions to help us keep making this amazing content. Also get some exclusive freebies like dice and t-shirts and other amazing things. Check out the show notes for all the info. So once again, thank you for tuning into the Harlefoe Show. Please come back next time for more fucking nonsense. Bye! So let me just let me just come over here right now. Let me just everybody sit everybody sit down and just listen to old Uncle Courtney now. Because Uncle Courtney has been battered and bruised at this point. He's, he's finally got a win, he's on a high, right? He's now playing one of the one of his favourite opponents, Chris. He, there's nothing to play for, we're both shit. There's me, dumb bollocks, thinking, oh, we're going to have a nice fucking game here. And there's this prick going, oh, I'm going to fucking destroy him. He's had six opponents that he could get his aggression out of. He decides, oh, no, I'm going to fuck that guy. That, that's my good friend. What the fuck is that? It was a fucking disaster. I've known Chris for four years. Four years. I have never seen that level of aggression in his eyes. I don't know who this man is anymore.
he's a bit weird, he's, he's a bit crazy because he can do this, but like, no, he's a psychopath. This is a psychopath. He will, he ran me fucking down like a dog in the street. I thought Chris was my friend, but there is no friendship there. There is no fucking friendship here. You don't do that to him, you don't run the fucking down. Thomas, well. And you know what, Finch? Just for a moment, you can fuck up as well. 